welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is writer, producer, actor, legend, Dino Stamatopoulos. Now, here's the thing. I waited a little bit too long to record this intro uh, for this episode with Dino. I should have done it a few days ago when I was uh, madly in uh, in love and in awe with uh, all that is him. But I just found out, and I still care for him a great deal and respect him so much, but uh, I will get to a list of his credits in a moment, but he also has a podcast he does with Andy Dick called Skull Juice um, on Feral Audio that I think it, I think the episode, they release an episode every Wednesday, which is the same day of the week I, I release my uh, episodes of Love Alexi here on the Nerdist Network or whatever. Anyway... So I was texting with Dino asking what to plug and uh, for the, today's episode, um, and it came up that him, uh, he and Andy Dick make a reference to me in the latest episode of their Skull Juice podcast, where Andy Dick is, uh, I think he's tipsy, I don't know, and he makes a joke saying that, because uh, he's supposed to be in my podcast, but I can't, he won't return my text and whatever, so I've kind of given up. So on their podcast, Dino chastises him verbally for not returning my texts, and Andy apparently says that he wants to fuck me, and Dino makes a joke saying, well, she's boy crazy, so she'll probably fuck you, and I get the joke, and I'm sure it's no big deal, and I've yet to hear this episode of their podcast where they make a reference to me, and I'm, hey, I I am honored. I have been wanting to be uh, referred to in their podcast for ages because I'm their number one fan and you guys if you like podcasts and I think you do if you're listening to this one you will love Dino Stamatopoulos and Andy Dick's podcast called Skull Juice run don't walk start with the uh hard guy to pin down episode and uh you know keep on from there um but I reacted so intensely because I get so irritated by this persona I have, which I created for myself, but I thought people would pay attention to the subtleties and the nuance of what I was writing about on my old blog called I'mboycrazy.com, which was like stories about dating and love and feelings and sex and things that I was noticing and uh, obsessing over and analyzing. And yes, I am a very flirty person. I have been known, obviously, you guys, I talk about sex and dating and love and I frame episodes as dates and I am hyper flirtatious. So, but I know who I am. And I wonder if you guys can relate to what I'm saying. Sometimes I forget about the persona I put out into the world. And because I know who I am, I know that I am, that I don't fuck everybody who, uh, you know, crosses my path. I am not super wild and out of control and, uh, and I have lots of feelings and I am way more old school than other people may think. So my God, when Dino told me that, that there's like this exchange about me being boy crazy and, uh, potentially fucking Andy Dick or whatever, I burst into tears, got livid, called Dino up and, uh, and it's unfortunate because we just got off the phone and now I've got to record this intro. But here's the thing. Everything's fine. I know who I am. It's all good. All you have to do is scratch beneath the surface and listen to the many conversations I've had with people on this very podcast called Love Alexi or read the entries I wrote on my old blog 
boy crazy radio, uh, boy crazy, uh, whatever. I'm boycrazy.com. That's what it's called. Thank you. And you will get a sense of who I am. And if people don't understand who I am, they're not for me anyway. It's all good. People are nuanced. Uh, I just watched this great woman of the year speech that Madonna gave talking about like sexuality and her, you know, being, uh, just talked about and people just judging her and hating her so much because she was called the slut, but then the minute she like embraced her sexuality and her quote unquote sluttiness, she was shamed for that. It's like, it's all just so fucked. It's just so fucked. It's like a woman who has a loud, you know, personality and things to say and is it just, you just, uh, it's, 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 it's difficult. You just can't win. So I'm over, I've stopped crying. I dried my eyes. I'm happy to have been, you know, mentioned on the Skull Juice podcast and I'm so excited you get to hear this episode of me talking to Dino Stamatopoulos. And here's the thing. I could have talked to him about a million things. He's 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 a writer, actor, producer. He's worked on Conan O'Brien, The Ben Stiller Show, Mr. Show, TV Funhouse, Mad TV. He created a show called Moral Oral. Uh, he's worked on Community. Just a million things. He, this guy is so talented. He, he has a, his own production company. Uh, that he started with Dan Harmon called Starburns Industries. And they produced Anomalisa, one of my favorite films. Dino has a band called Sorry About Everything. Once again, he has his podcast that he's doing with Andy Dick. So he's just, he's doing so many things. He's so creative. I have so much respect for him. And I met him at a party talk about oh my god I'm trying to take control of my life and get rid of my stigma as like you know being boy crazy and flirtatious but this entire episode with me talking to Dino is framed as a date (laughs) oh my god see I can't escape it because it's true um I met Dino at a party we locked eyes I sized him up I like that he has long hair and he's kind of freaky and I like freaky people and I just sensed he was just interesting and bizarre and uh he he found me on Facebook we started talking uh, via text, and this is all talked about in the podcast, um, but I just want to set it up because it's hilarious. So we start texting, having all these intimate text exchanges, and we're going to go on a first date because he was single. Uh, he had broken up with his girlfriend, and I don't mess around with guys who have girlfriends or, or are married. So I say, you know what? Let's just wait, and let's have our first date on the podcast. Let's not ruin our first real conversation face-to-face, so let's just save it for the podcast. And he was like, you know, I was like dressed to impress. He was like, cool, I'm going to wear a suit. I was like, me too, but a ball gown or whatever. And we meet for the second time in life on my podcast. He wore a suit. I forgot to dress up. And by the time we actually are doing the podcast, he had gotten back together with his girlfriend. And it's just like, I was like crestfallen. It was hilarious. So I'm actually nervous and shy around him because he's, I think he's so handsome and, and a lot of people do. And what I love about Dino, because he has a reputation for being kind of, uh, uh, how can I say this? Um, mm, not toxic. Not, uh, self, uh, well, he's just an interesting guy. Let me put it this way. He's 52. He's into S&M. He admits to being bisexual on this podcast. He's into fetishes. He has a foot fetish. He has a 17 year old daughter and, uh, 
he's not the guy for me for a million reasons, mainly because he has a girlfriend, but because all the, you know, he's just got, he's just, but you know, yeah, he's, he would be dangerous to my heart, not just because he has a girlfriend, even if he didn't have a girlfriend, uh, cause, because, uh, you know, I, I would exhaust him and he would drive me crazy. But here's why I have so much love for this man. Because not only is he hilarious, not only is he so handsome and tall, but for all the reasons that I think he would be dangerous for me or anyone to date, that's why I love him. Because he puts it all out there. He says exactly how it is. He's no bullshit. And that is so fucking rare nowadays. I feel like everybody's just lying about who they are. And they have this mask on. They're trying to be perfect. And then all their weirdness, you know, and whatever is buried beneath the surface. And it's so refreshing to meet this genius brain, this genius that is Dino. And he just, he just is who he is. And there's no bullshit. And you can take it or leave it. And uh, I just have so much respect for him. So it's just nice, uh, even though he makes a joke about me being a slut on his podcast, it's an honor just to be mentioned by such a wizard master. And uh, please listen to their podcast. It's really great. I'm going to shut the fuck up now, but here's the thing. That's my entire diatribe tirade on Dino Stamatopoulos, a Stamatopoulos, um, or however you pronounce it. And uh, if you like this podcast, the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. You can find me on all social media at Alexi Wasser. Let's be friends because I like to have uh, intimate uh, direct message exchanges with strangers that I befriend, uh, that who befriend me on social media. If you want to find Dino, uh, find him on Facebook, Dino Stamatopoulos. Google everything about him. He's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's very alive on Facebook. You can go see when his band's going to play. Definitely subscribe to his podcast, Skull Diggers. Skull juice. God damn it. What kind of fucking intro is this? What a bullshit intro. I'm getting everything wrong and confused. Anyway, I'm going to shut the fuck up and enjoy my conversations about fetishes, sex, mock dates, girlfriends, S&M, and heroin with Dino Stamatopoulos. Now entering Nerdist.com. Is it happening? Yeah. Oh my god! Hey, I built this, you know. You did? No, I mean, not that Wait, one. I'm spraying hey. perfume. I wanted to be real feminine here. Oh my god, you look so dapper. Oh, uh, you didn't dress up. I was up going enough. to. I was going to, <laughs> and then I didn't. Oh my god, this is Aristotle. That's a gun. My new boyfriend. Dino. Dino. Hey. You're sitting there. Wow, these are like real mics, aren't they? Real mics. Oh my god. I take it we're rolling. We are rolling. Good. So it's, it's, you know, you're, you're podcasting. Yeah, I know. I love I love starting like hours early. Just hours. Just get the the background and the people setting up the mic and everything. Oh my god, are we not doing headphones? Are you better uh, than Are you better than headphones? No. This is your free nervous water. Well, now I don't hear a thing. You don't. No. Aristotle, do something. Aristotle. Aristotle, help! What does that? Just put all the volumes in. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, good. oh, 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 my yeah. God. I, but I've had you in my head for days. <laughs> for days. The the intern at Farrell says I have a nice warm voice. You do? Who's the intern? Um, Dustin, is that what you call she's him? In, no, she's in. <laughs> she? Oh, you know Dustin? Do all the producers know each other? Yeah. All right. He I, keeps it quiet. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll keep quiet, too. No. Oh, about Dustin. Oh. 
<clears throat> I don't want to waste your time with Dustin. Wait, four. <laughs> what number? Wait, Mike, is that? Just so we know. All right. Two. Good. I just want us to be communicating. He put two fingers up. Okay. Me, yeah. Very cool. Yes. See you guys. Does he not this like is, to talk? That's his thing. His <laughs> Baba Booey thing. Um, where do we even begin? I don't know. Let's hug again. I can't. Really? <laughs> I can't. Wait, not with the headphones. Uh, I, He's so excited. He's so wearing his headphones. Get over here. Oh my. Yeah. Is your back sore from whatever weirdness? No, no. I let that happened weeks ago. All right. Are we allowed to talk about anything? <clears throat> yeah, anything. Let's first let's get grounded in our truth. What? I said first let's get grounded in our truth. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah, what does it mean? It means like uh, I'm always grounded in truth. I'm not. Let me get, let me get grounded <laughs> in my truth. Let me just get settled here for a moment. Okay. I'm I always get in trouble. Why? Cuz I'm too honest. Well, it's just going to get... Because I say what's on my mind, and my mind is warped. Really? Well, you know, I mean, I, you look, know, I'm an angry old man. Don't look at my notes. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. I you're... can't read upside down. Huh? Okay, I good. I can barely read right side up. Um, let's get this straight first. <laughs> How do we pronounce your last name? So, wait, hold on. Dino? Yeah. It's pretty easy. Stop. Stop. Stop looking at my notes. Okay, Dino <laughs> well, Stamatopoulos. Going... Yeah, perfect. There we go. Yeah. If you want to be Greek about it, it's Stamatopoulos. Oh, my God. But we don't do that. Okay. Well, yeah. never mind then. All right. Um, Alexi Stamatopoulos. <laughs> it, actually, it's perfect. Um, are you single? Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. A lot has happened. You got back together with your girlfriend? Yeah, we got You uh, did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Tell me. Why'd you dress up for me? Why are you playing with my heart? Well, you know, I wanted to, I, you know, we could still go on the date. No, we are on the date. Really? We're, we're no, not going to go on the date? we can go on a date. I want you to tell me about your girlfriend. You, so we, it wouldn't have worked out between us. Because why? Because you, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't like this. What's there not to like? What's, <laughs> what's there to like? What's there not to like? <laughs> uh, I'm broken. Are you? Yeah, so, a little bit. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. But we'll we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it by the end of what I have uh, you know my meter is two hours so we were gonna be out of here we'll be landing the plane <laughs> an hour and a half in. at one thirty we'll be landing the plane we started at eleven everybody yeah. um okay yeah so yeah we uh, I don't know I mean you said you're so open so fucking open up I I am okay well what do you want to know so you have a girlfriend I have a girlfriend now yeah I was I was driving here I was like should I tell her or would it be more fun to not tell her. But I can't help it. I got to tell you. You got to tell me. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I didn't wear the ball gown. I almost, I was like, I was like, oh, I was going to wear this beautiful cream colored, like white, almost like reminiscent of like a you know, modern day Vogue, ball, you know, I don't know, wedding gown. But then I got my period. It, oh, you did. Oh, oh I was yeah. like, I don't want to chance it. I don't want to be sitting down for two hours, stand up. And all of a sudden it's just like. Oh, yeah. You'd look like a Japanese flag. That's exactly what I would yeah. look like. Jesus. You don't want that? Fucking Japs. Oh my god. See, you kids, you can't even joke about things. <laughs> I posted a thing on my Instagram. I was like, I'm reading again because I was just trying to like have a separate post on social media, just not about not yeah. about the election. Oh my god, we're falling in love. The intense eye contact happening. <laughs> you guys can't see what I see. Um I'm falling in love with your notes. <laughs> copious. Anyway. Um so I posted that I'm reading again, and I got three audiobooks, and one was like, one was... That's not reading. 
Whatever. It's my <laughs> reading. It's, <laughs> as long as it gets in my brain. In my I ear. should try that because I, <laughs> I have a lot of like floaters, you know, Gross. Eye, eye floaters. Well, you can't see them. I can. You can't. Eye floaters. It you just know. sounds like gross on so many different levels. Oh, you have eye. Oh, this is, you are too old for me. Well, I've had them for years and years and years. By the way, I've hated young people since I was 13. Really? Yeah. Never liked them. How much younger is your girlfriend than you? I'm so upset. She's 38. She's 38. And I'm 51. I'm going to be 52 very soon. Yeah. I can't believe this. I can't believe it. We have, I'm not done with that. I know. We're, we're the right height, me and you. I know. You're so strapping. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is not at all. I was like, we didn't hug when I first met you. How yeah. Do, how do we meet? Uh, at one of my shows, right? That's that's when we first met, but we maybe really, that's, maybe, that's when you saw me. That's when you noticed me. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Did you notice me? I think I noticed you. I was very uh, distracted. It was my first show. And uh, I wasn't, uh, you know, and my girlfriend was there and an ex was there. Oh, and no. It was a nightmare. Who's the ex? Uh, Marilyn Rice Cup. That's your ex? Yeah, we, we dated for like a, a year. Oh, my like God. 12 years ago or something what like that. What happened there? Uh what do you mean, what happened? Like, why did we break why up? Why did you break up? Um, I th- I think she wanted a baby, and I was drinking a lot. And uh, <laughs> my, my dad had just recently died. Oh, no. And I had just broken up with my wife and kid. Not my, really my kid, but my wife. Yeah. And um, you don't have to look sad. Oh, I'm not. I'm, this is my face. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're adorable when you're sad, but you don't have to no, look it. I'm not sad. I'm just, 11 a.m. is really early for me. Well, so why I'm did like, you do this to us? That's so Aristotle was fucking with me. He was like, this is the only time slot. Yeah. I was like, I'll do it. I, my mom's coming later. I know, your mom's coming. we got to finish one story, though. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. This is going to be a tangential <laughs> journey at 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. on whatever day it is. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was, you know, she was dating everybody back then. Oh. She admits it. She oh. was like, she, I think she was just uh, uh, baby crazy. She wanted a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then she had a baby with that hot young Yeah, man. yeah, it was perfect. Um, so you first noticed me. I, f- I think I, I, we, we first really met at the Halloween party, the Starburns Industries Halloween party. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good one, right? That was a great one. I, I like the haunted house. I like the haunted house. Andy guys... Dick didn't like the haunted house. He's, he... he's a haunted house aficionado and he, he, he laid into me about the haunted house. I heard you guys talking about it on your podcast, yeah. Skull, Juice. Yeah, Skull I'm, Juice. I'm your number one fan. Yeah. Um, there might not be any more, but, uh, really? Yeah. Wait, Really? Yeah, I don't know. We're kind of tired of it. You are? Okay. Um, well, so we fell in love at the Starburns party. You reminded me of my creepy uncle that I might have a crush on in a weird way. My, my Was that creepy? My, you know, no, no, but he is, and he's got long hair. I mean, hair. I am creepy. Well, I'm finding that out, yeah. but uh, you know, you're not my creep anymore. There's no potential for us now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we break up constantly. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> but then, uh, so you, to me, I saw you from across the room. I'd seen you before. I'll tell mm-hmm. you my side of the story. Okay. I don't want to get you in trouble with your girlfriend. No, or no, no, no. Whoever there's she no is. trouble. There's no trouble. Well, there will be. Okay. So <laughs> I saw you from across the room and I went, oh my God. It reminds me of my, my, my German, uncle. my creepy German <laughs> uncle Jed who has like long hair like you. And I just, something about you made me feel like, you know, you are strapping. I hadn't had the chance to hug you yet, but something about you, I think you're wearing sandals, which is a bit off putting, but I was like, well, it was part of my, uh, was it? Yeah. I, I had a robe. I was, you know, I was a monk. Okay. Yeah. 
thought you were wearing sandals also at your show. What show? The show you do with Andy Dick at, uh, I don't know, N plus something or other. And uh, I don't know, some show your friend Casey, Casey who works for you at Starburst. sandals there. I don't know. Listen, you're not my boyfriend <laughs> anymore. What, what, what does it even matter? But, um, but I do wear sandals on occasion. You do? Yeah. This is riveting podcast fodder. <laughs> I like um, it when you call me father. Oh, no, you said father. I said father. <laughs> <laughs> Look how beautiful it could have been. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, wait a minute. Okay, so that's when we first uh, saw each other, whatever. Yeah. While so, revisited at Starburns, uh, we started talking to each other. How did this magical moment happen? What happened? We locked eyes? Yeah, we and, locked eyes. And then what? And then you're like, how tall are you? I knew you were like. You were feeling me out. You were scoping me. You were like, okay, you're the right height. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And then and then some girls walked by and you said, look at those sexy girls. And I said, are you a lesbian? And you said, no, I think I was just checking to see if you'd go with it. Yeah. And you didn't <laughs> fail me. I was so proud of you. Cause, oh, and then also I've been listening to you on your podcast and I think you guys talked about, you and Andy talked about, who did you talk about? Some girl with a pulse that exists in the world. And I was like furious. <laughs> I was already like so mad at you. And I went, wow, this is not going to work out. Because, See, I told you. Oh, yeah. So this is such a weird thing. I think it's such a modern thing that ha- happens nowadays where it's like, I met you briefly at the Starburns party. I mean, this is already going to get you in trouble, maybe, because you're probably, whatever. Anyway, then you Facebook me. Yeah. We exchange numbers. We text a bunch. And this is the only other time. Flirted like crazy. Flirted like crazy via text. Had had all these intense, really, uh, you know, just emotional. I'm like, I can't hear. I can't can't hear. I can't speak. I can't figure this out. (laughs) But we had this, like, very intimate text exchange. Yeah. And I had only ever met you once, and I feel like that that ha- is that I'm really cheating good on text. You are great. Well, you're a writer. Yeah. So, do you think that's like is that false intimacy? Is that bad to have such intimate texting before you've ever really met a person? Can it can it all like dwindle within the text exchange? You could have a whole relationship on text, sure, but I don't think it's necessarily bad. I think uh, I think now that's the new way to start a relationship, isn't it? Like you know, yeah. I mean, I've never. Uh, done that. I've never started like I, I never like um, dated on the internet or anything like that. Yeah. Once uh, a woman uh, Facebook messaged me and said, I've been following your career since <laughs> you were on Conan. And that was like, you know, 25 years ago, something like that. Yeah. And I did the math. She was like 12, 13. <gasps> oh my God. And she, you're her creepy Uncle Jed too. Yeah, and she and she said, "I want to have sex with you." And uh, you know, I, I saw her picture. She was pretty enough, but I, I thought, I don't know, she's probably you know a little nuts. Yeah. So I said, that "Sounds like." I said no, and then she uh, faced. What's going on out there? Yeah, it's really loud. Anyway, I, I mean, is there a raid? I know it's like crazy loud. I might have drugs on me. Weird. Just quiet. What? We're just quiet. We are. They're louder than usual. It's crazy. Kind of like a megaphone, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought we were there was a, a raid. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, so, uh, um, oh, so so then she Facebooked me back and said, "How much to have sex with you?" <gasps> the only time it's ever happened to me. Oh my god. And uh, I was like, well, I didn't want to like you know soak her for too much, but I, I, I thought, hey, it's gonna be like a, that'll be a fun new fetish for me. Yeah. So I said two hundred bucks, and she said done. And we we made a, a plan 
to meet up. She started sending me things. She sent me a turntable and records and books and shoes. She got me these shoes. She did? These shoes. Oh, my God. I can't believe yeah, she has good taste. Oh my god! Yeah, no wonder you go back together with your girlfriend, and that's your girlfriend. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so she she, she you... flew me to France. She was living in France. No, she 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 went to France and then sent for me. How? Okay. Yeah. So you slept with her? Yeah. Well, the first time uh, I was nervous. I was like, Am I even going to be able to get it up? This is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's paying me. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I had dollar signs on my cock. I I know. Yeah. How many dollar signs can you write on your cock? Well, how big okay. do you write? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's like the first time I've said cock on this thing. Oh my god, I feel so crazy. Okay, so all right. Um, so 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 I went to meet her uh, in um, Silver Lake. Uh, I think she lives like um, in San Francisco or something like that. Yeah. And uh, but she uh, rented out this yurt. It's like hippie yurt, and um, and I uh, I wanted to do a, a Viagra or or something before I got there. How long ago was this? Like four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. Okay. All but right. uh, you know, I felt a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, usually I can't get it up on the first date. You can't. No. It takes a while. I got to get to know someone. Yeah. I'm a girl. Good. I'm just a girl. Oh Jesus. <laughs> A bearded girl. Oh, my God. An old bearded woman. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I take a sip. So, but I took I took the wrong pill. I took an Adderall by mistake. You did? Because I was nervous. Does that, like, does that mean you can't get an erection when you have Adderall? Does well, it help at all? Actually, sometimes I get horny on Adderall, but... Yeah. Uh, Are you on Adderall right now? No. Okay. I'm well, not on anything right now. A little Thank coffee. You. All right. All right. Coffee. How dare Took you? Took a good shit. <gasps> Would you say that to me even if we were on a date? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Just making sure. I don't want to feel like, yeah. you know, made to feel ugly or you no, know, I mean, disrespected. That's what we do. Okay. Um, Who's we? we? We shit. Oh, we as, as people? Yeah. Oh, I like to live in a world where I don't do that. I'm like one of those girls. We could be dating for five years and you'll never. I'm not one of those guys who likes to fart in front of. You know, that's good. Girlfriends, because I don't. I judge men just like I expect them to judge me on those yeah, things. But yeah. I feel like that's why maybe that's why I don't like relationships. I'm going to get cancer because you're just stifling things yeah. all the time. Yeah. Actually, wait. What about if a girl does something gross in front of you? Because I can't even say the fart word. Right. Oh, you can't. No, yeah, I my, won't. My mom hates it too. Really? Well, she's yeah. going to be here today. It's so yeah. exciting. You yeah. guys can keep this conversation going. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I don't mind. You don't mind. Has that happened a lot in relationships? No, with girls doing that. No, but if that were to happen, would you just be like, "Get out of my life"? No, I wouldn't. Really? No, no I'm just embarrassed by it for some reason, and I'm not usually embarrassed about anything. Why is that? Why is I it think? Not- I think you know, my parents instilled the shame of farting into me. I so, think my uh, parents did too. Yeah. And then some people are so open about it. Well, what does that say about us as people that we're just better than other people because we're? I know. I think we're worse. We are? Yeah. Why? Because who cares about farting? I do and you do. I mean, I, I know I'm saying it a lot and I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no other word. I mean, you know, we used gasser when I was a kid. Oh my, I think that's worse. <laughs> I know, it I, is. I actually do a whole thing where if I, you know, I don't, I feel like spending the night at a guy's house is more intimate than having sex. Mm-hmm. And I will just like... So I'll make up excuses so I can see, seem like I'm this glamorous, like uh, elusive girl where I'm like, I just have to go. It's three in the morning. I'm just going to sneak out. I'll, you know, yeah. I, I have to sleep in my own house. I have a hard time sleeping in other people's beds. It's because I just don't. I'm terrified if I go to sleep that something crazy will happen 
Like what? You like you oh, know like, what? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you you oh, panicked. You thought I was going to say that. Yeah. I don't like that word. And then yeah, I hate it. And then uh, or I will spend the night because after a certain uh, number of months, I mean, you have to start spending the night at a person's house. Yeah. I will just stay up all night. I'll and, just stay and up not do it and not sleep and just monitor myself the entire night. And it's just like. Oh. Monitor your gas. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Wait, so we're talking about intimacy via texting, whether or not, and all that stuff. And so then you had this weird relationship, yeah, via Facebook. Yeah. So you meet up there. Yeah. And I, I didn't it's get kind it of up. different. You didn't. No, but uh, I, I gave her a freebie. You know, I said, uh, "What the fuck is a freebie?" Uh, I said, "I'll come back for free." Okay. Uh, Did you go down on her? Yeah, I went down on her. That's nice. Yeah. How nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was paying you, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, then, and we saw each other. You know, she just kept buying me things and paying, and I was like, "Let's go with it for a while." Yeah, yeah. And you're really successful, though. You don't need this. This is like no, a bizarre thing. No, I don't gonna... need the money or the things, but it was a fetish. It was a weird fetish. Yeah, you have a lot. Like of... I felt like she was controlling me by by buying me things. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, which I liked. How'd you get so into fetishes? Did your mom do this too? <laughs> no. No? Like, I, how does that happen? No, I don't know. My parents were straight and they never talked about sex. Really? In front of me. And on my dad's deathbed, uh, you know, uh, my mom was like changing his diapers, you oh, know, and stuff like that. And covering, you know, with a sheet while he was covering it, he was holding it up and and he looked and he shook his head at me and he's like, isn't it crazy? We never showed each other our bodies, our whole marriage. You I said, what? Oh, my God. And I looked at my mom. She just shrugged and said, we were ashamed. Really? Yeah. Thank God we made it out and all we were ashamed of is, you know, I can't say the word. I, know, but... I can't say it anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'm not allowed to. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're pretending I'm dominating you? Yeah, baby. You're instilling, like, domination I've not even, like, you know, decided to be a part of. That's so not a submissive thing to say, yeah, baby. You're oh, dominating God. me. <laughs> Somebody was on here, this guy, a comedian, uh, Chris Thayer. Do you know that guy? Mm-mm. He's a comedian guy, and he made a joke about it. I, I, I was, like, pretending we were on a first date and asked him, you know, if we went on our mock date we went and got ice cream together mm-hmm. it's in our imagination um and i asked him if he would pay and then we started talking about uh fin dom he came up with this thing called financial domination oh yeah you, you texted me that yeah because i thought that was such a funny thing because i'm not into like submissive uh, dom i don't there know, is you. financial domination oh there is oh yeah is that where i boss you around and go please pay for this dinner or oh, like yeah. buy me flowers is yeah. that that's financial domination yeah that's what i'm in right now with my ex-wife <laughs> oh my god would you ever get married again uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't care about marriage so much that I get married at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Like, I when I was married to my wife, I think I was also married to this girl that we, we just jokingly got married in Vegas uh, back in, like, 1992 or 91 or something like that. Mary Lynn? No. Okay. Just this girl that I barely knew. Uh, I just saw her, like, a couple months ago at a party. And I, I said, hey, we're married. <laughs> She's like, I know. Oh, my God. And, but she had she had gotten remarried, too. She used a fake last name, so I'm not sure yeah. if it mattered. Why do, your girl, why do you and your girlfriend keep breaking up? What's the problem? Uh, you know, she goes, I mean, I think we both hate each other a little bit. You do? <laughs> a little bit. You know, like, uh, I don't like having someone there all the time. And 
Um, and then I'm just not there for her as much as she wants, like emotionally. Although I know if I was, she'd hate that too. Mm. Um, but uh, so we just kind of get miserable and one of us eventually says, let's just stop this. And I think we like breakup sex and, and, and getting back together sex too. You do? Yeah. I mean, I've known her for 10 years and we've gone off and on and still haven't gotten sick of sex with her. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So how long what's, How long was this breakup for? I guess like, I don't know, it feels like three weeks, a month. Three so. weeks of texting with me was yeah, like this rejuvenating, the... exciting thing. Yeah, I know. Was, I was everything you guys needed. I know. To come together again. I know. Oh. Maybe we need a threesome. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't like those. I'm like more traditional. I know that there's one is enough, right? I think one is plenty. But I think with guys, it's an ego thing, you know? Uh, to get more girls involved? I think that's why... Uh, I like extramarital affairs, although I don't, I don't do them if the other person doesn't want them now any, yeah. anymore. I used to, though. I used to be bad, but um, you know, even when I'm in a relationship uh, and and I'm flirting with someone, I you know, it's an ego thing. I want to, I want everyone to be attracted to me because you know, I you know, I was a, a dork and a nerd, and I you know, I still am. So well, so is the thing that you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, or you don't like that, and that's what girls. I've also want from been you? alone most of my life, and to have someone in my space is uh, it bugs me. Are you an only child? No, actually, okay. that's interesting because uh, yeah, my younger brother and I shared a room our whole childhood. Yeah, yeah. I noticed something um, recently that when I'm with the most important person in my life, and sometimes it's. Uh, it was it was my wife for a while, and then it was my daughter. N now it's my daughter. When I'm sleeping in bed with them, and I'm kind of half awake, I think it's my brother. Like I have that kind of emotional connection. Wait, you slept in a bed with your brother? Well, no, in the same room. Oh, in the same room. Yeah. Okay. I was like, why are you, why are you in a bed with your daughter? What's that all about? <laughs> let's, let's let's explore that. Well, I mean, when. When, uh, you know, sometimes when she was little, yeah. I'd, I'd put her to sleep. And, of course, I'd be the first one to go to sleep. Yeah. Because I'm more exhausted than she is. So do you get yeah. along with the mom now? Um, yeah, yeah, we get along good. And your daughter, her name is Tigger. Tigger. Right? She's That's 17. her middle name, yeah. Her middle name. She's 17 years old. 17. So does she, what's she up to? Do you give her advice, like dating advice? Like God, no. I mean, she doesn't talk to me about that. She doesn't? Her mom talks to her about that, yeah. If she were to... Okay, if she wasn't your daughter, if yeah. she was going to go out with a with a, a guy just like you, mm -hmm. would you be worried for her? Would you be like, stay away from that guy? No, not just like me because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, no, know. I'm not offended. Do you think you're I, dangerous? Uh, or because I know you have a reputation as like a, a jerk. You've said it. I've I've been listening to your podcast nonstop, and, and you, you and Andy well, talk jerk about is it. a relative term. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I want to know why. I want to know why people why you have that reputation or why you think you do. Um, I don't know. I think right now I'm confident. In my life, and um, don't look. Why? What are you doing? I'm wiping my nose. Yeah, keep uh, going. That's nothing. All right, you're right. It's no <laughs> f word. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Believe me. Yeah, three years in a relationship with me. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> you're so into being dominated. I'd have to pee on you. No, no, no. I'm into dominating too. You are not. You're I just am. saying that. You're just saying that no, for the I'm next not. time you and your girlfriend break up. No, no. And then you're like, oh, I, I didn't, told you. I didn't know what you. Uh, you. Oh, I, oh, you like being. I didn't know you like being dominated. Oh wait, did I, didn't I say that over text? Maybe you did, but. Well. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Aristotle. 
it's okay. <laughs> it's hard. You know, it's hard to find women who will dominate you. So what I do is, you know, and a lot of you know, I'm 51. A lot of younger girls, like in their 20s, like me. They have daddy complexes and stuff. Yeah, I still do. I'm in my 30s. Yeah. Well, we're fine. Our age difference is okay. It's like perfect. But keep going. <laughs> but they like, yeah, they like to be dominated. So I kind of do to them what I like being done to me. Okay. So what does dominating even mean? Because I don't understand that. So when you say like you want to be dominated. A lot of it's psychological. A right. lot of it is, uh, yeah, just the power of a person. When I go into to a dominatrix, I like just saying, do whatever you want. I want you to just have full control and let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? And no mercy words or anything like that. And what do they do? I, I want you to whatever spell it they out. want. What, what might I that be? I'm not going to spell it out. Okay. Well, then don't. That's, well, the only reason I don't want to is because uh, I like to have those those moments. You know, once I start bringing that out into the open, it'll oh, be less that's true. erotic to me. That makes sense. Yeah. Wait, so in the relationship that you're in right now, is it monogamous? Are you guys like, did you, do you have to promise so that you won't date anybody else? Yeah. And so if you go to a dominatrix, like, what does that happen at places? Or you can just go to a, a dominatrix. Yeah, some sometimes place. they have private places. Private places. Yeah. So does that count as cheating? Would yeah. You, it does? It would with her. And so, I mean, you, you know, cheating is relative too. We got to discuss it. I'm trying to know. define, that's why I'm trying to figure yeah. out what the boundaries are. So, so even though you don't have sex with a dominatrix, or do you? Not no. my business. Don't even tell me. Tell me. No, not necessarily. So sometimes, really? Yeah. Oh wow, so exciting! If they're you know if they're attracted to me, who charges more, you for the lady on Facebook or the dominatrix girls for you? Uh, it, you know, a, a, a dom is about like two fifty an hour. I had no idea this is where this podcast was going to go. <laughs> I, I think I, everything, everything got shook up, and I realized this was no longer a date. I can't believe. It. <laughs> Um, I know. Would it have been a better podcast? If, see, that's why I, th- I was thinking maybe you're going to lie to me. You're like, I'm so honest. I'm, that's my thing. And then like immediately that you're going to like go in with a yeah, lie. Yeah, but I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Let me. Okay. So, but why do you have this reputation as a jerk? Why did you? Do I have a reputation as a jerk? You said that on the podcast that people think you're a jerk. So I just want to know why that is. I don't know. Maybe I think they think I'm a jerk. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Why, Why don't, don't you talk to people and see if they think I'm a jerk? I have to like, uh, <laughs> you know, even you told me that one of our mutual friends was like, uh, you know, don't just don't just fuck her and throw her to right, the wayside. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and, uh, which, you know, yeah, which I don't do. OK. Yeah. Oh, man. So are we not going to talk about your podcast? Yeah, we could talk about my podcast. Oh, about the thing. Oh, I don't know about the thing. <laughs> Wait, why'd you get fired? You got fired from some job. I was here. I'm, 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 oh, yeah. You know, I haven't really talked about that, but I guess I, I could talk about it. What happened? He's looking so, at my notes, everybody. He's trying to read upside down. That, no, I'm not trying. You got those floaters in your eyeballs. You're not going to read <laughs> my, shit. They float my eyeballs over there. Oh, my God. I uh, A few months ago, I got a, a call. An, an assistant at the studio said, you have an audition. And I said, what? I don't act. What do you mean I have an audition? Yeah, it's for Jill Soloway's new show. And I'm like, well, really? Because I, I kind of knew Jill Soloway in Chicago, but not really. And I think we we really we got to know each other a little bit here in L.A., but hardly at all. And I said, well, okay, uh, uh, what's the part? And I look, and it's like one of the main three roles. It's like the husband in the show, I Love Dick. Oh, I have that book. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the pilot of that. They, they picked it up? 
Yeah, it's okay. it's yeah, it's going for okay. yeah, 10 episodes all I right. think or something like that. Okay. Um and I thought, all right, this is ridiculous, you know. I'll just go in there and I'll just say you guys fucked up. I'm not an actor. And and that's what I did. I walked in there and they they just laughed and they said, "Oh, you're so funny." And I'm like, "Look, I didn't memorize these lines. I just I I think this is a mistake." Yeah. And they said, "Well, just improvise." And so I improvised uh with the main actress and it went great. And they they said they loved me and, you know, whatever. It's L.A. So what yeah. am I going to think? So I drove home and I was like, all right, at least I didn't embarrass myself. Oh, my God. That's always how I feel when I leave an audition. As long as I don't humiliate myself, yeah. I can live. Yeah. Yeah. So I went uh, I went home and then didn't hear for a couple of days. And I was like, okay, it's over. Then a couple of days later, I hear I got a call back in Chicago where Jill Soloway is because her father slash mother, I don't know is getting another operation or something like that. And I was like, this is insane. Okay. A main part on an Amazon show. That's right? exciting. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, so I go and it's at the Annoyance Theater and she said, look, you know, we love you. You're our first choice. But, uh, you know, you didn't do any of the lines. Can you just do some of the lines? And I said, sure. And I did some of the lines. And she said, I'm, I'm happy. Are you happy? And I'm like, if you're happy, I'm happy. And went my way. And then she called me, and or my agent called me and said, I got the part. It's exciting. This is great. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, really? This is insane. Uh, so uh, then Jill calls me up and said, hey, congratulations. You got the part. Um, just a little awkward conversation. You know, you, uh, you know, everyone knows Dino's, Dino drinks. Uh, would you be willing to kind of... It was a vague conversation. I didn't know what it meant, but I thought it kind of meant, like, get a little healthy, quit drinking. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll do that. I wanna, it, there's a lot of sex in this show. I, I fu- I'm supposed to fuck a woman from behind. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll get healthy. I don't want to look like a big, fat blob. <laughs> Is that what they were saying? That's what I thought, but uh, apparently they were saying, I have a drinking problem. Um, but uh, so I... Uh, you know, and they were going to get me like, uh, like uh, uh, some health guru or something like that. I don't know what what the fuck. But uh, so then there's a a first rehearsal in New York that they fly me out to, and um, and it's the last test because Amazon wants to make sure because it's it's a big part and I've never had a big part before. And I said, sure, I understand that. And I'm supposed to, um, and we get on a big email chain with everyone, and it's a real actory, and it's like, oh, can you believe it? Woo-hoo, wee! Oh. You know, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to take off our shoes and, and uh, you know, um, and let's introduce each other, and everyone's doing goofy introductions. And I write, well, I guess I, I got this part unless I show up, you know, with... Uh, uh, a lampshade on my head and read the lines backwards or something, you know. Oh no! And uh, and they were they were like ha ha ha, and they were joking about that. So uh, I uh, email the lead actress who I'm supposed to be married to, and I say, hey, let's get together for dinner beforehand because we're supposed to be married. Let's talk a little bit, you know. And we meet at my favorite French restaurant, which is Lucien. Oh, where's that? On First and First in New York. Oh. 
I think it's I've really been there. Good, really go, good. Oh my god! Wait, don't you live here most of the time? Yeah. Okay, just wondering how often you're there. We keep going. So we go there, and I say, you know, let's just talk. No wrong answers. She's like, I love it. No wrong answers. And um, so, oh, I left out a big part, by the way. When I was in Chicago, and this is before I got the call from Jill Soloway, uh, I met a fan who had heroin, and I'm like, I never tried heroin. And he's like, try it. So I try the heroin, and I hate it, and I feel sick. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, fuck heroin. I, I don't like it. Yeah. But I wanted to try it once, because I never tried it. Uh, so now you know where this is going. Uh, we're, we meet at Lucien and, and, uh, and I say, you know, I'm not supposed to really be drinking right now. And she's like, oh, please, we're all going to be drinking tequila in Marfa, Texas and everything. And I'm like, all right, I'll have a couple. I had a couple glasses of wine with my meal and, and we started talking and she started talking about how her brother was an ex heroin addict. And, and she also worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman who died in the middle of their project. And I said, well, you know, this is weird, but I tried heroin for the first time the other day, and I hated it, and she freaked out. Oh, no. And at that moment, I knew it's over. Oh. And I said, you don't want me to do this, do you? She's like, it's not up to me. It's not up to me. And I'm like, all right, okay. And we had dinner. I paid. But I knew. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that makes me like you. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> okay, keep going. Thank you for including that. Okay, keep going, keep going. But I knew, like, you know. Oh, fuck. So I'm waiting all night for the email saying, don't come in the next morning. And I, it never comes. And so I walk in to this rehearsal. It's at the new school. And uh, uh, Kevin Bacon's there. We hug, uh, you know. Yeah. Everyone's, you know. Happy. I'm like, all right, well, I guess whatever. So then the actress, uh, Jill walks in, hugs me, all this. Then the actress walks in. She She's a little distant. Ooh. And Fuck. then um, then her and Jill are gone. And Fuck. the stage manager comes in, this woman, and she's like, do you, uh, do you have stuff? And I said, what? Do you have stuff? And I'm like, what do you mean? Did you bring a bag or anything? Yeah. I want you... Uh, why don't you grab it and follow me? Oh my God. I'm like, okay, this is it. And, <sighs> and we walk uh, outside, and it's me and Jill and her. And she's like, why would you do that? I said, I don't know. I guess I'm dumb. I, she's like, I, you know, I can't hire you now. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. And I didn't even want the part, oh, really. fuck. But I, it was just humiliating, you know. And... um and then I'm thinking, well, what is my agent going to think? What does the Amazon think? You know? What do they think? Like, what do they think? Uh, well, my agent, you know, is my agent. So what is he going to say? He's like, eh, well, no, whatever. You know, those are the breaks. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, ah. I don't know what he thinks is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Amazon, actually, I was up to write something for an Amazon show. And the, the head writer loved me. And the and then uh, my agent said Amazon wants to meet with you and I'm like is it because they think I'm a... and uh, and I went and met them and they seemed nice and they didn't mention anything but I think they wanted to see if I was like struck out or something but I ended up not getting it um, but I don't know why uh, exactly yeah but um, holy yeah. shit and what do your friends say about that if you had just not said that thing at dinner yeah they everyone thinks I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't help it. I, you know, I, I just say what's on my mind. 
Have yeah. you ta- have you talked to anybody since? Have you talked to Jill Soloway since, or no. the actor, or anything? Or no, they she uh, she emailed me once saying, "I hope you're okay," and uh, you know, I mean, everyone was really nice about it, but they they just you know, Jill Soloway has a, a, a problem. You know, I mean, she has an issue with addiction. You know, yeah, and um, and I think the the lead actress did too. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Holy shit! How many months ago was that? Like that was in May, I think. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm. I mean, I'm glad I didn't do the show because imagine how much trouble I'd get in with my mouth on that show. I, what do you usually? What do you usually get in trouble for? I mean, besides I that, I think we know my now. Mind. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean, my god. Yeah. I don't even know where to go from there. Holy! I know shit. that that should have been a. We should. Put that at the end of the okay. podcast. <laughs> That's just out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What'd your girlfriend say? She thought I was a dumb dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she thought they were dumb too, but uh, you know, it's not about them being dumb. It's yeah, about so them. T- they have issues. You know, they have to with protect that. Protect themselves. Oh God. Yeah. What uh, do you think? What do I think? I, I think well, I'm glad you. I understand you wanting to try a new thing. Yeah, I, I just I try everything. You try everything. I know you tried DMT and you did ayahuasca, mm-hmm. and uh, or the same experience. Oh wait, no. I, well, DMT is in ayahuasca. I heroin is scary. I respect you trying a new thing. I wish you didn't say that thing at dinner. But <laughs> such a lovable thing about you is that you say, you know, anything. You're fucking yeah. Yeah. You're unfiltered. You're unfettered. Yeah, which is, you know, is I guess it's a sign of a crazy person too, but, uh, you know. You are so likable. You're so cozy. You're like a teddy bear. You have, and you're such a likable voice. Yeah, I have a, a warm voice. Don't you? I don't think you're... I dang- never noticed. Are you the most dangerous person probably to yourself than anybody else, right? Yeah. Or are you mean to I other mean, people or... I mean, I went, uh, I went out to New York to do the big podcast with Stephen Colbert and... And uh, Tina Fey, I don't know if you know about that. What? We, we read we read a, a an old script that Stephen and Scott Adsit and I wrote back in the late '90s, and we wrote Tina Fey into it. And it was a um, uh, uh, a backstage. Was that me? My stomach just growled. I'm humiliated. That's it, yours because it's the closest thing that could sound like a bodily function, like a, like the one. Was that, that yours? That was my stomach. Oh, because I felt mine move. Maybe. Uh... Oh my god, we we're trauma bonding. <laughs> we are trauma bonding. You were here from the first, folks. <laughs> but uh, okay, so the big podcast. Yeah, so the big podcast, and you know, Louis C.K. was there. We wrote him into it, and it was supposed to be backstage of SNL. It was is, before Thirty Rock. Is he your best friend? No. Or do people in their fifties? Refer to people as their best friends anymore? Is that a thing that I should not be holding I don't on like, to? I don't like ranking friends. You don't want to rank friends? No. Because then I'd be at the top. <laughs> well, okay. I don't like ranking friends. I got you're it. Not, I got you're not going to trick me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you, then I'll be at the top? <laughs> so you're, okay, so with the big podcast, this is happening when and where and why? Go on. This happened, I can't remember when, a couple months ago. Uh, because we had the script and I thought... It's a long story. I can't wait. I'm, <laughs> if this, if this, I'm going to ring you dry because this is all I've got of you, you know, before you're put back in your cage. All right? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, gross. <laughs> you're like into it. I like cages. Oh, yeah. Tell her to buy a cage. <laughs> I'm not chipping in. No. My girlfriend thinks that's dumb too, the whole SM thing. Although she gets into it during sex a little bit. She does? Yeah. What does she do? 
pretends to strangle you? None of my business. I don't want to know. None of your business. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about this cool podcast. <laughs> she rolled her eyes so far. What would I do? If I, were your, if I were your girlfriend, I mean, I probably would be mean to you. I'm probably the meanest to my parents well, and my boyfriend. I think women really, they get irritated with me because I talk so much. You, you know? do? Yeah. Hmm. I'm yeah. an only child and I like a lot of alone time, but I want to be wanted. I don't know if, if I even know what love is. I think it is just an ego thing. I want the person to be all about me right. so I can be like, That's enough. the problem because I like, I like everyone. <laughs> and you like space. Yeah, I like space. I know. I'm a nightmare. See, I'm a jerk. What's up with your drinking? No, tell the podcast story. Tell the podcast story. <laughs> I want to hear this uh, Tina Fey, Louis C.K. star-studded well, when, affair. Well, when, when Andy and I first started doing the podcast, we didn't have much to talk about. So I brought the script that we wrote. Uh, I wrote with uh, Stephen Colbert and Scott Adsit. And we didn't really read it. We just talked about it. And Colbert texted me and said, I listened to your whole goddamn podcast and you never read any of it. And I said, well, let's get together and read it uh, in New York. And he said, I love it. So got together with a bunch, the, all these people, Robert Smigel, who plays, you know, uh, Triumph, the insult comic doc. Yeah. And all, and all those, he was my head writer for years on different shows. So he played the head writer on this behind the scenes of SNL script. And so we went out there. And the reason I brought this up is because you asked, am I my worst enemy? And it was after this whole uh, I Love Dick thing. And I was actually nervous to go out there. I'm like, what if I ruin everything? What if I just say something crazy and ever, all my good friends from years hate me, you know? Yeah. Because luckily everything turned out okay. It did? Yeah. Are you, but you're probably cozier with them anyway. They probably – and it's like less and they, high stakes. Well, they actually know me, you know. So. Yeah. But there was a point where – and you want to talk about drinking, so this is a perfect segue – uh, Louis C.K. and Robert Smigel and another writer got together and said, we are not going to hire Dino anymore because he drinks too much. When was this? This was like 2005. I had just started uh, a show called Moral Oral and um, we, you know, I had a whole studio under me, you know. What studio? Uh, it was called Shadow Machine. Which I eventually left, and then that, then Starburns came out of that. You started Starburns, yeah, with Dan Harmon, with Dan Harmon and two other guys. Yeah, I watched the first episode of Moral Oral yesterday, and I loved it. And I, I was just—is uh, it supposed to look like it's being bootlegged in a theater? Why is it in a? I'll ask you that later. Why does it look like it's in a what? Isn't it? You're watching the show in a theater. No, why? Wait. What did you watch? Maybe I watched some weird YouTube amalgamation <laughs> of some weird thing that some super fan put together and put his stamp on it. I don't know what I watched. Anyway. Yeah. So you're uh, 11 years ago or whatever. Yeah. You're drinking. So, yeah. But um, here's the thing. So they got together and they said, you know, we don't we don't want to hire you anymore. Uh, uh, who's that comedian who just died? Mitch Hedberg just died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. But I had not. You know, I wasn't doing drugs. Uh, but, you know, uh, what I... What I did was my, all my stories are about drinking because those are the fun stories. You know, I don't call Louie up because that's what he said to me. He's like, every story you tell is about being drunk. Oh, no. And I said, I'm not going to call you up and say, hey, Louie, I got this great story about waking up at six in the morning and taking my kid to school because there's no story there. Isn't there, though? In, <laughs> well, the, in the nuances and in the layers? Not to Louie. Maybe you. I could lull you to sleep with that story. Isn't that but... his show? It's like all the dynamic, the nuances of like him just bringing his kid to school and all the things he notices. 
Yeah, well, you know, I don't notice all that stuff. How dare you cast my idea aside? I know I'm right. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm just not that good. Okay, so... <laughs> I need drunk stories. You need the to... drunk stories. So he says, oh, you, you call him up and every story starts with some drunken tale. Yeah, he doesn't even hang out with me. He doesn't even know that if I'm drinking all the time or anything. He just knows I'm, what you tell I'm him. notorious for being the first one to go home because I'm an old man and I nurse my drinks and, and all that shit. But uh, these are guys who don't drink. Robert Smigel is not a drinker. Louis not a drinker. You know, so I look like a big drinker to to them. You know, and I love the image of being a drunk. Yeah. You know, but you don't think that's you. I don't ultimately think it's me, and I don't ultimately think. And you know, this is the sure sign of someone who has a problem. I don't think I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> or you just need to reframe the way you frame yourself, or you need to rethink how you frame yourself to people. Yeah. Because I want to be all honest and shit, but then I, you know, I exaggerate that. That's not honest. Maybe you're like the kid. I remember. Maybe you you still think you're such a dork. You thought telling yes. the girl at dinner, you're like, I tried heroin. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. And then I, really, she's like, No, we're adults, and uh, that's a, not cool. There's a lot to that because you know I, I used to ride a motorcycle. Oh my god, I'm terrified. And S and M and all that stuff. And I remember when uh, I was first having problems with my wife. I started going to to uh, therapy, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking freak my therapist out. I'm going to be so – motorcycle, S&M, you know, <laughs> fucking all – just all this crazy shit. And then by the end, I'm like, well, I guess I'm just afraid of relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How, how old are you when you lost your virginity? 23. 23? Yeah. Well, that my heterosexual virginity. When, oh. I, was, when I was 12 – I, my friend, who was also 12, we used to wrestle around and jack each other off and shit like that. I did that with my little girlfriends because there was nobody yeah. else around. Yeah. I only hung my little girlfriends. So we, yeah. she, my girlfriend would go down to me. I was in preschool. I don't and, you know, I mean, this might get me in trouble, but, you know, when Uh-oh. you're 12 and a little 12-year-old boy, there's not much difference between a little girl, you know? Wait, what did you do? What did you guys do to each other? None of my business. Tell me everything. We we wrestled and made each other suck each other off. Okay. And that's where the S&M kind of first enacted itself although i remember having s&m feelings when i was three what are those feelings i remember seeing some kind of like old uh sword and sandal movie sandals come back into it and uh thank you (laughs) they were uh this like good looking couple was chained up and being tortured and i remember getting a hard on I wonder what, that, what that's what that's about and you're you're into feet too you have a foot fetish just a foot fetish Hand fetish? Yeah, hand. These are my hands. Yeah. I like, I mean, I like all parts of the body, but the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the feet, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like focusing on the feet. Is that because the thing I, in your it, brain? It's an erogenous zone, you know. The foot. The, the, bottom foot, of the foot is, but they say that like in your brain when people are, are into feet, it's because uh, something is like a cross wiring. It's right next, something in your brain. Great. Cross wired. I know. You're, <laughs> the name <laughs> of your next show, <laughs> Cross Wired. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's because like it's like the thing attached to the foot. I'm going to say this all wrong. I've never asked you to Google a thing ever. <laughs> Will you Google foot fetish? Well, and then you got to put a keyword like crosswires. Okay, <laughs> that's why you're uh, older and wiser. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Um, <laughs> what about what? I'm just saying you're older and wiser, or older. I don't know. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm older. I don't know about wiser. Where the hell are we going with this? So you said ten years ago, eleven, the drinking thing. Well, you were you wanted to ask about my drinking, and I told you the story of being, uh, you know. Uh, blacklisted by my friends. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you- So eventually 
Um, Lucky Louie. Louie started the show called Lucky Louie on HBO. Excuse <coughs> me. It was a cough. Oh, I know. It's still, I want you to feel blessed and cozy. <laughs> and that probably means Louie's thinking about you wherever he is. I never talk this much. Really? Yeah. I usually think... on my podcast, it's Andy talking and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, really? You're, you're nuts. Are you bisexual? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah, mostly hetero. Like, like I don't necessarily, my head doesn't turn to guys, but if I think about it, I could be like, oh. Is, have you ever done anything with Andy? No. No? No. Because He's relation? not my type. He's not your type? Too slender? No, just too granny-like. Shh, my stomach was He's so like cool. a grandma. He's like a grandma? Because you be like fucking my grandma. Oh, God. <laughs> have you ever done that? No, I never like fucked it. my grandma. Never fucked your grandma. Yeah, because your relationship is so intense. I think I might, I might actually be jealous of your relationship with Andy if we dated. Well, it's you know, so codependent. He, he's intense, you know. Yeah, he's so likable and funny, though. Yeah. Is I, you know, why didn't... Not when he's drinking, though. He's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But why do you stick it? Well, you didn't talk to him for 10 years. Yeah. Just like your friends ousted you, right? Yeah, but... This is a different level. This is a crazy... Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he would say, see, they did it to you. And I'm like, yeah, but... And also, they came back crawling. By the way, no, my they friends. Did. Yeah, and I was gonna. I was oh, gonna please, say this. Finish that. Yeah. Yeah. So I got hired on Lucky Louie, and Louie said, "You just can't drink while you're hired on my show." And I said, "Okay," and lied because I, I didn't drink at the show, but I drank on weekends, you know. And he said, "Hey, I, I heard you were drinking this weekend," and I said, "Yeah." And he's like, "If I catch you again, you're fired." And I said, "I quit." Uh, so I quit the show and like a month later, he's like, please come back. I'm sorry. You're, you're not a drunk. I just, I got, I got, I got concerned for you, but you're fine. So. Yeah. What do you think about that? And then, and then like a couple of months later, Robert Smigel's coming to the studio and he's asking me for advice on, on, uh, on some puppets and Louie's there and the writer, the other writer, who's working with Robert, who, the other one who – all the people who were blacklisted with me were there asking for my help on this thing. You know, it's just – it's ridiculous. Was it just that enough time went by or they just realized that they were – that it wasn't so severe? They know. Yeah, they just realized it wasn't that severe. I'm – you know, I hold down jobs. I I pick up my kid every day. You know, I had to get up at 5 in the morning and pick up my kid. You did? Yeah. Where yeah. was she going? Because I lived in Las Vilas. She lived by uh, the farmers market on Third. That's where and I live. She, yeah. yeah, and she was going to uh, she was going to the West Side Waldorf, you know, by the ocean, you know. Yeah. So you're a good and, dad. Yeah, I was a good dad. But that was today, though, right? <laughs> you drove her today, or no, she's no, driving no, herself? No, 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 no. This was like years the ago. first, yeah, seven, eight years of her life. This is already very tangential. But okay, so. I know. I, that's how I am. That's how I am. Oh, yeah. So fucked. this is not good. This is fine. This is great. <laughs> um, I just feel like I've, I've started so many things I want to ask. Maybe I'm not having follow through and people are listening are like, just finish that one story. But who cares? Yeah. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, but why didn't you, you didn't talk to Andy for 10 years? Yeah, I mean. And how'd you come back? Andy, it's more than drinking with him. I think, you know, he has, you know, his ego gets out of control, too. And it certainly gets out of control with, with his drinking. Um. And now I think he's on his best behavior when he's not drinking, you know. So he is very sweet. But I don't think his problem – I think alcohol is a symptom of his problem. I think he's very insecure. And we talked about it on the show, on the podcast. 
you know, he didn't, he never got a lot of, um, you know, his, his parents weren't always there for him. He was, he was adopted, you know? Yeah. I'm going to burp. Oh no. I'm not. It passed? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not good enough for your burp. <laughs> I got scared. Oh, good. I'm scared of bodily functions around you. Oh, good. I heard you burping on your podcast. Yeah. You hate it. Mm, I didn't Reminds hate you of your it. uncle. I don't talk to him, but I'll talk to you. <laughs> what happened with him? Just creeped me out because he is my uncle. He's my <laughs> uncle. Wait, did he hit on you? No, but he's a little bit too like, he's like this German strapping, very tall, like, I don't know. He just doesn't have any boundaries and he like, he's just too lechy, something about him. And it just like creeps me out. And his girlfriend is like, looks 13 years old and she's Thai and it just all seems bizarre. And it's yeah. like a mail order bride bizarro situation. And I don't know. Well, Thai women look young. How old is she? She's 52. <laughs> no, she's uh, I don't know. She could be 14. I have no idea. She yeah. looks yeah. unreal. But uh They're little. They're like little dolls. Like little dolls. Why wouldn't we work out? Wait a minute. Did I just say they're like little dolls? I just like sleep. I'm like, what's the next question? And I'm like, oh my God. And it's I funny. trick you into being you racist. Me into, I don't, do not trick me into being racist. It will not happen. No way, no how. Help. Um, oh my God. That's why it won't work out with us. No. Why wouldn't it work out? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it might work out. But if I wanted a baby, it's just not going to happen. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know anymore. I just get secretly pregnant from you. You what? Here's my thing. I think this. Well, is, I didn't this, hear what you said. I, I would just get secretly pregnant. Secretly, you'd like you'd what? You'd you how secret? Okay, here's the thing. I if wouldn't come I, inside you. I would trick you. Why are you looking at Aristotle like he's going to save you? No, I just you know I said come inside you, and I'm like I don't know if a lot of uh, your guests say that, and I was uh, just gauging. Yeah, he'll kill you. You see this beast? He will <laughs> fucking kill you, right, Aristotle? Ever, ever come up he's, with that? He's, not, he's a nice guy. You might see. Do you hate me, Aristotle? All right. Did you ever look up that thing online about foot fetishes and a crossover in the brain? Crosswire? Still looking. Uh, Still looking. I mean, is no this. specific answer, but that it is often people with foot fetish that also like being dominated. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's a submissive to be down there. Oh, so you go down on girls, which is cool. Oh, That's yeah. Nice. I okay. love it. Um, Love it. Okay, relax. <laughs> Can't get enough. Where are you in an enmeshed? And you know what? I don't even like getting head. You don't? Well, I haven't had good head. I don't think. And then that's not. That's I'm not. That's a. You know, your girlfriend's gonna love that. Like, is she even? Gonna oh no, she's it? she's she admits it. She's doing good. Is your phone vibrating? <gasps> is it your girlfriend? Let's see. It's all of showbiz calling to say you need help. No, it's not. I thought I thought having it on vibrate is a safe bet, but I guess not here. Um, wait, why wouldn't we work out? Oh, the, okay, getting secretly <laughs> pregnant. Getting secretly pregnant. Here's the thing: if I, I feel like if a woman who wants a baby mm-hmm. dates a man who says he doesn't want a child, and they're but they both come to this, continue to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They're both 50% of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like one is no more right than the other. These are two different people who want different things yeah. who are deciding to be together. So then I think it's a fucking free for all. Right. If I vocally say, and your girlfriend wants a baby, right? Probably, whatever, yeah. none of my business. But so if I say I want a baby and I date you and you know I want a baby and you date me, all bets are off. I'm going to trick you somehow. Good thing oh. you're drinking so much. Good thing you're drinking so much. Well, you know, the easy way to do it is to tie me up and fuck me. Okay. This is getting crazy. 
<laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm I'm working with you now. Okay, against, thank you. <laughs> against the drunk me. <laughs> okay, so I tie you up. I don't even know how to do that. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. I have plenty of like, okay. Stuff <laughs> And then, uh, but then would, would you wear, do you, this is, I mean, I don't know if this is the best me I want to present to the world right now, but. Uh, I don't like standard S&M garb, by the way. Okay. Is that work. what you were going to say? No, I just, I'm just like I laughing thought, at the idea of I like. I thought you said, then do I wear, or you didn't say that. I don't know. I was just hoping you would. <laughs> I'm so, I like to think I'm wild, but mm. I'll do a thing where I like put my hand on a guy's neck. Like, like I'm going to choke him. Okay, you're like looking at my hand. Like, yeah, you got, me. <laughs> you got nice long fingers. You could do it. But I'm such a pussy. I just like, I, I don't go for. It. I just put a gentle hand, and that's me being a badass. You know what I mean? Or, or I'm like, I remember having a boyfriend, and we we're together for five you're years, just taking pulses. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you still live with me? Great. <laughs> I remember dating a guy, and it was like, we snuck off to a. It was his father's funeral. It was a crazy day. Everybody, we were, we were both drunk. We were at the wake. We snuck off to like a pool house. And I was like, do whatever you want to me. Do whatever you want to me. And he goes, anal? And I went, oh, no, not that. <laughs> I, went, I go, oh, no, not that. And he goes, oh, so it's just like the regular way? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I feel like I'm passionate, but I'm also very like. Yeah. You get practical really quickly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, wait, are you into that? I mean, I'm, uh, ass fucking. Okay. You brought it up. How dare you talk to me like that? I knew you're. Wait, you don't hate women though, right? No, I don't hate women. Are you sure? Would women say the same? I hate people all hate around. People? Yeah. No, I mean, I hate most people. You do. And uh, and I have very few friends, but I have good friends. So you like having? I have a lot of female friends. I think men and women are – it's hilarious. Like nature doesn't give a shit if we're happy. But um, yeah, we're – we're. it's so dumb that we have to be together just because we're so different. Why are you back together with your girlfriend? Because we like fucking. Do you talk? Do you, yeah, do you we laugh? Talk. We talk. We laugh. Yeah. 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 And, and you certainly want that kind of – that opposite energy. You know, it's good. Um. But because we have that such opposite energy, we we don't get along a lot. And I'm talking men and women in general, you know. Yeah. You know, romantics say, "Oh, why can't it just work?" It because it doesn't have to. We're an overpopulated. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're an overpopulated planet. We're not having any trouble getting together. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter if we're happy. Are you romantic at all? I'm not sure what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> what should I want? What's the goal? Uh, I've been single for. That's when we really started talking. When I talked about romanticism on my uh, Facebook page when I was drunk on tequila. Oh, you're drunk tequila? T- uh, Facebooking me? Uh, no, Te- not well. Facebooking. Or- By the time we were texting, I was like coming down. But that when I wrote that thing, I was like, I was. Oh yeah, yeah, some dumb Facebook chain about like yeah. men. What was that about? You're at something. It was like towards your ex girlfriend or not, or she thought it was. But you were like, it, it you're came a- out of a conversation we had, but it wasn't about her. It was about it was an insight that I had about women in general. Yeah, that women in some way are the least romantic. They're very practical, you know, when it comes down to it. When it comes, when it really comes down to having a family, they have they can't be romantic. They can't. It, 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 they need. 
men are more romantic, and I'm not saying romantic in a way of bringing flowers to you, but just, you know, about the, the universe and the world. You know, men are like, oh, they're airy. They're, you know, I could go and do whatever I want, you yeah. know. But women are like, no, you, we need to be here and take care of of the baby. Of the nest, yeah. Of the yeah. Oh man. So if we're if you're my boyfriend, why would it not work out? <laughs> what would how what can you tell? Are you already exhausted by me? Could this be great? No, I mean it could be great. I don't want to have anal sex. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um I don't know if it would work out or not. I just think that uh yeah, I don't know you that well. I know you don't. Yeah. Well, this is our first. I like to say it, it won't work out. Then, then you get obsessed with me, and then. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Twenty three years old, you lost your virginity. <laughs> I, I figured it out quick. Um, took twenty seven years. Twenty seven years. Um, how do you woo a woman? What do Just you do? By being me. Just by being you. Do you think you're so driven to be successful because it was to get girls or is it just like... I wasn't driven to be successful at all. Clearly. Okay. Yeah, you're already... <laughs> I'm not... I'm not... You are very successful. You know, I just fall into things. You know, I, I got my first writing job. I just loved writing. How did this happen? Yeah. How did you get your um, first writing job? Through Andy Dick. I was, uh, I was out here in LA because all my friends were here and I, I really wanted to just travel. And like LA was like stop one because it was the easy stop. Yeah. You know, I had friends here. And I was just sick of Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, and I was, uh, I was kind of traveling with my friend Tom and we wrote songs together and I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we just traveled and wrote songs and, and busked, you yeah. know, and just were hobos. Um, and, uh, you know, and, you, you know, you kind of, so I stayed in LA for a while and, you get caught up a little bit in, well, you know, I mean, I am a writer, you know, I'll look into it a little bit. But, um, and then Andy and I weren't really getting along that well, but he got the Ben Stiller show and he said, I want you to be a writer on the show. And I said, I don't know. I How, mean, how'd you meet him? In college. In college. Okay. Yeah. Back in like 85, 86. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> he got the, uh, the Ben Stiller show and he, you know, he, he really was adamant that I, um, submit stuff. So I, I had, I, I wrote a Simpson spec because I was a big Simpson nerd back in Chicago, like the first season it came out and I just wrote it and I didn't even know what a spec was. I just, it was like fan fiction without the sex, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I just wrote like, uh, uh, an episode <clears throat> and he gave that to the Ben Stiller guys, and they loved it, and they hired me. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I had you know insurance, and my dad was really happy, and I ended up winning an Emmy for the Ben Stiller show on the exact anniversary of him coming to America. Oh my God! Yeah, <clears throat> I think I stayed. <clears throat> Let it Sorry. out. Uh, ooh, Let the yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let this be the place. Yeah, I stayed. I stayed in you know writing uh, for show business. Yeah, because my parents were so happy that because they thought I was just going to be a bum. So so it just started. Did you ever do stand up? Did a little bit just for fun. Yeah, Andy and I used to do a two man act in Chicago and uh, Skull Juice. Then was it Skull Juice? Then yeah, really? Yeah, we did a we did a lot of different bits. We did a, a bit called Who's on First. Are you familiar with the uh, Abbott and Costello? Yeah, yeah. You know, because Abbott's kind of abusive to to Lou. But, yeah. um, 
And our take was every time I got it wrong, Andy would smack the shit out of me really hard. Oh, wow. You like to be dominated by Andy, too. And it all comes full circle. I could just take some pain. Yes. Okay. It wasn't hot. Okay. Do you think he's in love with you? I think he's in love with me, but not sexually. Just like he relies on you. It is a codependent thing only yeah. on his end or yes. on your end? But not you, on my end but at you all. stick with him though you've stuck you, i you, you know on. i'm I, I like andy and i want him to do well and and this podcast is a little bit of therapy but I, you know i don't know he's kind of losing interest in it and and, and i'm fine i don't really like it's so great you got to keep going uh, it's such a good dynamic uh yeah well i mean he's you know i'm not gonna beg him and i'm i'm fine not doing it so you're fine not doing it. yeah yeah um okay so the ben so Stiller. i'm not driven you are driven. So Ben Stiller, and then all of a sudden everything just keeps unfolding. So you have Ben Stiller. Common. Yeah, I mean now I'm I'm driven because I have a kid, and you know I want to. You gotta make that money. Gotta make that money, and I'm bad with money. So. Are you? Oh yeah. How come? I just love spending it and paying, and uh, you know. Findom, you're finding yeah. yeah, yeah, with everyone. Um, Conan, Letterman, uh, TV Mr. Fun House. Wait, Mr. Show. Mr. Show. Dana Carvey show, uh, TV Funhouse. It's a love letter to you. This is like a spotlight on your life. Well, yeah, yeah. You can blow your brains out after this <laughs> for all I care. Now that you're, you're not probably, my boyfriend. You probably haven't seen half of these. I have. I saw that one episode of Moral Oral that somebody bootlegged. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like Moral Oral. It was, uh, I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> watch the last season if you watch any. Okay. How did it Because that's why I got fired. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it, it turned into a drama, pretty much. What's up with this whole... Wait, oh, really? Yeah. Have you read about all this stuff going on with... Uh, what was happening with uh, Adult Swim? Oh, right. The, about women. About women. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I love women. They treat women badly. What did they do? Do they? What was the story? Well, no, I don't know. That's the story. But who was, who was it? Oh, uh, Brett Gelman. Brett Gelman. Yeah. And he quit. What's the deal? Did you read the story? I didn't read it, no. That's a great... Uh... <laughs> I hate Adult Swim because they fired me. Oh, my God. I never know where to find it. It's just Comedy Central at night. Cartoon Network at night. Cartoon Network, yeah. Why do they fire you? Well, the uh, the head of Adult Swim during the last season, um, I started handing in the shows, like, scripts and finished episodes. We were in different uh, uh, stages of all the episodes. And he's looking at everything that's coming in. And he said, you know, I got to tell you, I'm just too depressed watching this stuff. Yeah. The last episode had one joke in it. And I said, where? Like, <laughs> I'll get rid of get it. Rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you laugh? <laughs> Not you, him. I know. <laughs> um, so was- He's, I mean, to tell you the truth, I don't hate Adult Swim. And he was, <laughs> he was right. He, they bought a show that to be funny and I pulled the switcheroo on him. I was a dick, you know, but I got bored. After two seasons, you know. How did you start Starburns? Where did that come from? Because this is your company. You know, you have a production company. You can make your own things. Yeah. Well, I was at this other studio, and I thought, oh, all my money's going into the studio, you know, when it could go into my shows. You know, why are they taking all my money? Yeah. You know, why Why don't – I'm going to start my own studio and put everything into the budget. And then I realized – fucking hard it's to have a studio yeah. i mean it's expensive it's like a monster that you got to keep feeding yeah you know i mean we're doing okay but and we're in you know we're in the black or white i don't know what it is yeah. we're not in the red we're not in the red it's, it's <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yeah but 
you know, we got to keep going. I mean, it's never ending. It's it's like Sisyphus. It's like you're constantly pushing, pushing that up. rock up that hill. Yeah, it's a metaphor for life. It's life. Yeah, I mean that's what that. Okay, anyway, it's but, the only uh, myth I know, so I, I use watch, it a lot. I was watching that documentary about Woody Allen on Netflix. That two part documentary. Did you watch it? Is it a new one? Uh, no, it's like four or five years old. I think I have seen it. Yeah, so great. That's all I just want to say. <laughs> Quick shout out to Woody Allen. Um, but uh, you guys made it. Starburns made Anomalisa, right? Yeah, or yeah. produced that. So yeah. we're, I mean, what else are you guys making? Uh, are you fulfilled? Are you happy? Are you depressed? What are you guys making? Let me just ask, start with that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm writing uh, a pilot right now. It's it's based on S&M for FX. Yeah. Um, that might, uh, hopefully will star Mary Lynn. Um, and it's kind of about me as a a young kid starting in S and M and her as an older woman getting into it. Um Oh wow. Probably shouldn't mention it, but there I go. Oh no. I'll, I'll pr- probably get canceled before <laughs> no, I even write it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Um yeah we have we have uh, a few yeah, I guess I should just shut up about okay, what we just got. Be quiet. And then what is it I'm here? So you, do you sit you sit with Louis C.K. when he writes his stuff or something? No. What was that wrong? Or what do you do? What Horace and Pete or Oh, with Louis? Horace and Pete. Uh, are, are your name are you credited there being involved? He was somehow? very he was very nice uh, to credit me because I just spent some time with him last summer, and I said I want to do a show about a bar, and he said you know it'd be cool to yeah. If, we did a show like a bar and it, it shot like a, like a TV sitcom, but without an audience and it just shot like a play. And I thought, yeah, that would be great. And I'm like, let's work on it. And I, I, I went home and like a week later, he's like, Hey, I wrote it. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he wrote it fast Yeah. and, um, and didn't need me, but he gave me, uh, he gave me credit, like in interviews, that we came up with it together. When all I said is, "Let's do a bar show." <laughs> when when do you write? Do you, like you, you live by yourself. I live by myself. Sorry, Your girlfriend keeps calling. She's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I don't want you to see her." Pick, a, pick it up. My, is it Andy? No, that's my friend Tom from uh, New Jersey. He just opened a restaurant. Oh, he did. Yeah, good for that guy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's come. Oh, he's coming uh, for Thanksgiving, and we're gonna cook together. Oh, what are you doing yeah. for Thanksgiving? Are you? Do you want to come by? Okay, I will. No, you have a girlfriend. No, she's not going to be there. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in Santa Barbara. She's a bartender in Santa Barbara. Your girlfriend is a bartender in Santa Barbara? And doesn't drink this anymore. This is not a real I made her quit drinking. You made her quit. Oh, you, you domed her. Yikes. I would be so jealous and angry. No, baby. Oh, I was secretly pregnant. You'd be drinking a bunch. I'd be jealous. I would never know if you're looking at men or women. That's my only promise. How old are you? Old enough, really old. Oh, seriously, how old? I'm 35. 35? Yeah. See, I would. I thought you were in your 20s. Oh, good. I mean, yeah. I think I'm aging great. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. You got um, plenty of time. To have a kid. I mean, I don't even want to. I don't want a kid now. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't know what. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know. I could die tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we all can. Is everything gonna be okay? No. Why? And yes. There's going to be bad times and there are going to be good times. Oh my God. Sorry. What would we do as a boyfriend and girl? How often would we see each other? Now that I know that this is well, a, a sham of a relationship, I'll tell you. I, besides you being like pretty and smart and funny, I was really attracted to the idea that you have a wife. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Would you? Uh, not that I want it or need it. How dare you? But would you mentor me? I'm already, <laughs> I'm already like like um, diminishing myself, putting you on a pedestal, being like he's made a lot of stuff, you know, and uh, 
But uh, I'll mentor you whether we date or not. Well, that's good. I think I like. I don't that. know what that means. Well, can we be? Can we hang and be friends yeah. and hang out? Yeah, definitely. Am I allowed to not uh, make out and have sex with you? You have a girlfriend, by the way. That was a that was a confusing sentence. I know. <laughs> Our whole relationship is going to be like that. Okay. Are <laughs> Wait, you allowed to not? Oh, by me. Yeah, of course. I, I, I have like, a lot of female friends. You do? How, yeah. Hey, how cool of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, I knew you'd be shocked. Jesus, what a cunt. Did you, <laughs> I hope you're talking about yourself. <laughs> oh, my God, Aristotle's laughing. I knew you hated women, Aristotle. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. I think you and your girlfriend got back together after this Trump election. This is like a weird Trump, you know, relation. You guys are coming together because you feel crazed. Yeah. You know what I got irritated by? Okay, just for a second. They've started the story. I mean, I don't know. Did we finish any story we started? I think we finished all of them, right, Aristotle? No, you're not out of here yet. No. You're not out of here. I got two hours on that meter. What's it at? No. There's a clock right there. Stop grabbing. You can (laughs) call anybody you want. You can just have a conversation on the podcast. That'd be interesting. It'd be layered. It'd be like uh, uh, multimedia. Um, Yeah. I posted something on Instagram. I actually deleted my Facebook off my phone. It's still on my computer, but I was just like, oh, I can I can feel the hysteria, the post, like the election hysteria. And yeah. I get it, but I just feel like yeah, now it's, it's, it's getting to a point where it's like, okay, I don't want to be fighting. I'm not like. It's the worst thing. That's the worst thing that happened to our country is social media. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we said it all. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, but I posted this thing last night just to be like, I'm going to step away from this. I'm going to post a thing because I also have to feel like an addiction where I feel like the need to post stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to post something that's not like about this election. I just posted, you know, I'm reading again, my audiobooks. Yeah. That does count as reading. Yeah. I think. I love it. I'm going to start doing it. I'm doing floaters. My, doing my best floaters. <laughs> that just makes me think of bathroom humor. Oh, don't go. I'm probably the most disgusting person. I'm probably more disgusting than both of you. That's yeah, why I'm so yeah, filled I with shame. I know all. what I did. Okay. <laughs> so you, thought, you think I'm beautiful and smart, you said? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but uh, <laughs> all right. Hold on. Uh, you, you, I po- thank you. Post. I posted this, like three books that I just bought. Mm-hmm. Act like a lady. Think like a man. <laughs> wow. And then Andy Cohen's new book, Superficial, because I think he's fun and I like the sound of his voice. I also I love the sound of your voice. Your voice and your face, even though you're broken and fucked up and your brain can't be tra- – who knows what's lurking beneath the surface. Voice. Your voice is so cozy and familiar. Maybe because I'm fucked up and you're fucked up and I'm just – and the voice is, you know, I, I find, you know, fallen in love with you as a human being via your podcast and there's like this false sense of intimacy or whatever it all means. Uh we can make that real. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah. The, I love Andy Cohen's voice. Like, I like your voice. And then I bought some other book called uh, Who Cares? So, so this girl comments, think like me, act like me. P- like, because it's like, because everybody's like you know, hypervigilant about like feminism and like, yeah. and the fact that I posted this book that says like, act like a lady, think like uh, a man, which yeah, is just, a, going. which is just a funny way of saying like, here's the secret entree into the way men think. Cause men and women are different. And it's very, it's not, it's not like women are horrible and we're going to tell you how to think ladies, but that's not what the title means. But then this girl's response to it is so vigilant. And it's like, yeah. it's not as serious a title as you think. <laughs> I'm not the enemy. Do you need to comment here? <laughs> can you just like 
oh, and then I almost responded being you like, fell right into oh, it. I, oh, no, I almost did. I woke up this morning. Oh, you didn't, you didn't respond No, at and all? I was like, I was like, today's the big day. You're going to see Dino. And I was like, <laughs> and then I saw that and I got like furious and I almost like, yeah, hooked into it. And then I was like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Nice. Proud of you. Thank you. You're doing good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, don't you patronize me. But, uh, oh God, is it patronize? That's how we get you. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Let me go over my copious notes. Hold on. These are my notes. Writing, Conan, Letterman, stand up, never did stand up. Something about women. I did a little stand up. Was it too scary? No. Well, I mean, I did it because it was scary. And, uh, and you stopped doing it because it was scary? Sometimes I did well, mostly I because I, I never honed anything down. Like, I was, I, I, what are you laughing at? It's you. You're just great. I just think you're so cute. <laughs> I just, I just, I lost words in the middle of it. I thought you were making fun of me. No. I, I never, I, you know, I, I always come, go up with new material, whether I do well with it or not, just because I get bored. Yeah. You know, so I never really worked on my stand up. Yeah. And I bombed a lot because of that. Yeah. I feel like that's And it was always like, you know, uh, it wasn't jokes. It was more of ideas. I feel like that's like so what everybody's doing now. Even yeah. it even extends to movies where it's like are you, people go up on stage and they just like riff on what they're feeling, and it's like this thing. And then people are like, "Oh, I made a movie, and it's it was just a detailed outline." I mean, right. I've been people hearing about this a lot, and I yeah, but that's not what I did. It was it it wasn't like riffing on how I felt. Yeah, it was more of a concept idea. Okay, that it either worked or it didn't. Yeah, yeah. I know. I saw you and Andy do that skull juice bit where I mean, I don't. Oh my god, my stomach's just. I must be in love. I'm clearly my body's like do something. Love with food. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have breakfast? Guilty as charged. I did. Maybe not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you saw Andy and I do the uh, skull juice. Well, also, well, the the high concept thing that we did. Did you see Scott Atzin and I do that baby bit? Uh, no. Okay. It was before Andy. It's very presumptuous of you, by the way. To just think I just know. I did my research. Yeah, but it was it bit? was literally like the the before Andy and I went. Oh, out. that's okay. Though the baby thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did see that. Where we it was all this. just Spanish gibberish. It was like I don't know a television show that it yeah. was all in Spanish gibberish, and he played a a baby puppet, and I was the host. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, it either works or it doesn't. Hey, then. I went with it. I'm an artist. I was like, I, I respect what they're doing. <laughs> Whatever it is, it, they're committing and I appreciate it. Didn't do well that night. It didn't, but sometimes, it might. Sometimes it gets big laughs. I'm an internal laugher. <laughs> I mean, not always because I, I laugh a lot on this podcast. Yeah. But uh, wait a minute. I feel like I didn't even get to ask the... What are uh, we doing? Oh, oh, no. This is what I've been thinking about you. So you never... You, okay, you did stand up for a little bit. You're mm-hmm. you're a writer. You're an actor. You don't really say that you're a performer. Uh, you're no, a I don't. I'm not naturally a performer. Sometimes I'll write something where I want to perform it. <clears throat> but I feel like with you, having just met you, so what do I know? But you seem to be performing a lot lately, and you've got your podcast, you're playing music, you're playing your songs, and I feel like it did something happen in you, and I've only just met you, but the vibe I'm getting, because I'm, I'm an empath, if you yeah. must know, but uh, is that like... You're practically dead. You're in your fifties. Let's call a spade a spade. No, yeah. no, but you're like revisiting yourself. It seems like you're just you're you're being very brave, and you're like, well, I've doing always. All these things. It's easy. <clears throat> it's easy to be brave when you're old. Could you stop coughing right into the mic, please. I can't believe you. Yeah, oh, gross. Wipe it off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nothing was on there. Good. Go on. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like you're like, you're throwing yourself the, out into the world as like uh, like revisiting 
performing or something. I don't know. Well, I've always been too – I haven't been confident enough with my music. I've been writing music for like 20 years, and I finally got confident enough. I always said I'm going to start a band when I'm I'm in my 60s because that's as punk rock as you can get. But now I'm thinking, well, maybe I don't live that long. Let's – yeah, do it. you're doing uh, it now. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it now. And, you know, and you know, it's punk rock in a way, not the music, but uh I I'm not a good singer. I'm not that great at playing guitar. Um, but I got a good band backing me. Yeah. And uh I don't know, it's just fu- a fun hobby. And just trying to get gigs to keep my hobby going. What's the name of your band? Sorry about everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is before the heroin thing and losing the job. <laughs> My standard goodbye is sorry about everything because I feel like I owe someone an apology at some point. Did you write me a song? I thought uh, we promised we were going to write each other songs. I guess that fell to the wayside. Uh, did we say we were going to write each other songs? I don't know. <laughs> a girl can dream. I thought we were going to play songs for each other. Oh. but There's no guitar in here, right? That's okay. You're just going to sing a cappella? <laughs> no. No? I'm not going to sing. Huh. Um, but I have a gig. Can I plug a gig? Of course, this comes out like two. <laughs> this will come out like two months from now. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on the twenty seventh. You think this thing will be out by then? Of December or November? November. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I plug that shit. No, tell me. It's you're it's going to be at Cinefamily. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm I'm actually uh, today or tomorrow I'm going to go through all my old VHSs that I used to make with Andy and friends. And I'm going to show a bunch of old videotapes yeah. from, uh, like, the uh, the 80s and tell stories about them and <laughs> sing uh, sing songs, hopefully about them, or, or somehow kind of wedge the songs in. And my whole band's going to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. How so we we're, we're going to show videos, and I'm going to talk and sing. This is a different thing from Super Tight. This is not a Super Tight. This is your show. It's just me. Just And you. I'm going to cook. You're going to cook? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a vegetarian, aren't you? I am not a vegetarian, but... But you wouldn't eat my duck pie. Because even that sounds gross. Okay, because at the Starburns party, at your party when I met you, I was starving. Yeah. I'm an only child. I'm a little bit like uh, uh, ADD or OCD. Mm -hmm. Both. I don't know. I just met you. I don't know. You're a wild man. Yeah. I don't know what's what in it. And you hand me, I'm like, I'm starving. And you're like, oh, I have these individually wrapped in tin foil. Everyone ate them at the party. I didn't think it was that weird. Oh, if everybody jumped off the cliff, am I supposed to do the same? <laughs> but you hand me, you're like, oh, don't worry. I've got this this duck pie I made. And I'm thinking, surely this is like laced with LSD, <laughs> mushrooms, weed, something. That's sad. Plus, I think so. that's how I feel. Yeah. It's the world in which we live. I know. You know? I know. You're right. And also, like, duck is such a specific meat. Yeah. Cover your ears. Aristotle's vegan. Aristotle, you like duck, I feel. No, oh, he's vegan, no. I just said. You don't even oh, listen. you're vegan? You don't even listen to me. See? I didn't hear that part. This no. is exactly what we, this is. That's a red flag. That <laughs> Come I on, just, once. I was talking. At, I the, was, at the beginning of the relationship, you're already not listening to me. I just I just tell you Aristotle's vegan. You. I can't. Oh, God. Fuck, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, why do you keep coming back to Andy though? So you didn't talk to him for ten years. He comes years, back to me, believe me. But ten years he goes away. Yeah. But you're hooked in too somehow, right? Because you, you're rooting yeah, for him. Yeah, he puts his hooks in me. Uh, <coughs> sorry. Oh, that's a uh, Andy spirit. You know, it's a stress. It's a stress cough. Is it? Yeah. I hope so. It is. Oh, why? You hope it's not cancer. I totally <laughs> hope it's not cancer. I had a weird thing where I. Uh, 
No point will ever be resolved on this podcast. But I had night <laughs> I had night sweats yesterday. Have you ever had that? No. I like I had the craziest night sweats ever, and then I woke up and I Google it after I saw the girl with her shitty comment on my fucking oh, Instagram yeah. thing, and then I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta look up night sweats, and it says it was like. You know, you could have leukemia. It could be... You don't have leukemia. Or early menopause. What if I'm 35, early menopause? Then we could work. Because if I'm going through early menopause uh, yeah. and I can't have a kid... Yeah. Unless we... Let's we... hope for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having so much fun. Why is your girlfriend trying to deny us of this? <laughs> what, did, what did you start talking, talking about before? Oh, you're handing me that meat pie? Oh, And yeah. I was like, pro- it's probably, and then I think I lied to you, and I just went, oh, I'm sorry, I'm vegetarian. Yeah, because you totally lied. I lied, because twofold, I thought, I don't want to hurt his feelings with his weird meat pie. <laughs> and and also, he'll probably think of me as slender after this exchange if I tell him I'm yeah, vegetarian. there's no other way to think of you. <laughs> I'll be like, she's so glamorous and slender. She'll be like, she said she was vegetarian and walked away. She didn't come to the after party I invited her to, even though she said she would. Who's who's the uh, woman with Woody Allen you have on your Facebook page? Oh, Shelly Duvall. It is Shelly Duvall, yeah. Is that who I'm like? I was wondering if you think you're like her. Is that why you put that up? I don't think my personality is like her. No. But, I, think but I, I just saw something about her. I don't know if it's true. What? I think it was on Facebook that she's uh, what? She's going through some... Early menopause? I don't know, dementia or something. She is? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Well, thank you She's for thinking of me. She's got some problems. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just reminded me. No, I just think I have a crazy face like her. Like, I think I have like a weird face. You have a, yeah, it's an adorable, it's it's not, it's it's a interesting, fun, great <laughs> face. What's that? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, you're, you, you know you're pretty. But I'm like an acquired. T- I'm like a crazy face. No, or you're like, not acquired you're in- at all. Okay. I'll never acquire that taste. No, I'm joking. My face? You I'm won't joking. acquire the taste <laughs> from my face? I feel like am I like a? I'm like a. I'm like one of those faces in like Stardust Memories or something where it's like uh, that are coming at the camera. <laughs> That's what no. I was just watching. These weird crazy. Yeah, things. yeah. He loved loved putting those crazy people. Very Fellini, right? Yeah. That's what he's trying. Yeah. Wow. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Now we're talking about Woody Allen. Are Hold we, are on. We through? No. I thought you were going to sing me a song or something. Well, I didn't bring a guitar. I, I know. I thought we could do a cappella. Yeah, but you know what? Do I, what I brought up, I said, bring your guitar. And you said, oh, I thought we were going to do that on your podcast. And I said, okay. Actually, yeah. you got to come on my podcast if, if Andy doesn't want to come on anymore. I want to be there with both you guys. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think it's, it's crazy. Hard, it's hard to pin that guy down. I heard that episode. Yeah. That was a good episode. I like the walking on eggshells. You are so hilarious. You Even with texts. And in this last episode I was listening to when I was doing my meditation on you as I was driving over here trying mm-hmm. to be like, oh my goodness, what else can I uh, glean? Glean? With an N. Like night. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. M as in man. Right. Glean. Just making sure you never know. Right. Um, you said something about your like, throw down some more eggshells. Something about like talking about like, uh, you know, about walking on eggshells. Oh, yeah. It's like. I like it when Andy walks on eggshells with me because. He's well behaved. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and then one, one thing you wrote, I wanted to like steal the things you were texting because they're so hilarious. Just things like, you know, I, I would be very embarrassed. Uh, good, th- you know, good thing I'm so secure in myself. Otherwise that would have really embarrassed me or something. Just like these little, like, uh, anyway. Yeah. I can't I'm even. great. Yeah, exactly. That's my <laughs> takeaway. So just to, just to go through my copious I feel notes, like I got something else to plug. Here, I'll go through my copious I love notes. that. Cause. Tell me. Well, you're, you, you have a big audience, right? Yeah. I've got like. 
Lucky number seven. I don't have a podcast anymore, so I can't plug. You have a podcast. He's not coming by. He's anymore. coming back. This is listen. I'm going to at him so hard on all of social media. I'm going to re-download the Facebook. Find him. He follows me on Instagram. I don't oh, know does? why. Yeah, I used to hang out at this place called on Fairfax. That pizza place. It was like the psychedelic oh, yeah. pizza place. Oh, I love that place. Remember the place when Largo yeah. was on Fairfax? Yeah, what was that called? Did it start with an L? Luna? Something like that? Something no, weird. No, no, Luna. Was and he would now. hold court and he was so gregarious. And I thought, who is this? Like, he was such a nut anyway. But I don't know. Now he follows me on Instagram. I don't know what it means. But I felt very touched because, you know, he's. I saw him on that yeah. IFC show, Dinner for Five or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about here. But he've got a, your dynamic with him is so great. It's yeah. so funny. I'm so into it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would I would do it if you, if you wanted to come back. It's it's already over. You guys, he's, he's missing. I don't know None if it's my, over. Okay, come up with the things you want to plug, and I'll go through my copious notes. And I'm going to read I them out loud. Do you hate women? That was my question. <laughs> because that, and I wrote because that could be a deal breaker for me, but probably not based on past experiences. Have you heard? I have. Um, I have said I hated women in the past, but it it was out of frustration. Okay. I'm sure you've said I hate men. I think that's, yeah. I think that's what all all the girls are saying that this week, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. This makes us hate white men. <laughs> um, let's see. Depression. Are you depressed? No. Not really a depressed person. I got a lot of love as a kid. Um, are you insecure? I mean, a normal amount. Let's say you go to a party mm-hmm. and you have a weird exchange with someone. And they're like a dick to you or something's confusing or some weird like neg, sarcastic, weird thing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever walk away from the situations going, what was that all about? And spiral and question yourself or get in your head? Or I, I Well, I get in my head, but I question them and myself. And, oh. Uh, yeah. But you don't have like weird spirals where you, where you have self-doubt and you wonder like, why do people hate no, me? But, what's it all mean? No, or, but or, like, like I said that time I, I was going out to New York for that podcast, uh, that was – I think that's the most I've been insecure and depressed because uh, never has, like with that heroin incident, never has anything that I've said, just like one little thing, spiraled into such a negative uh, outcome, you know, for me. And it was a negative outcome that I would never, I'll never know the ramifications of. I'll never know what, what a lot of people think. You know, yeah. and who knows about it or anything, you know? Yeah. So it, it, and it depressed me a lot because then I thought, do I have to change who I am? And that depressed me, you know, do I have to, do I have to start thinking about what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. okay. That's yeah. a tiny tweak though, right? Tiny tweak. You're right. You're right. But does that negate, you think that would negate your whole. I'm certainly, you know, I, I, I here right now I'm thinking, you know, I'm stuttering a little. I'm trying to put the words together. <laughs> you know what's interesting because I listen to a lot of Howard Stern interviews and, and I hear a specific thing in actresses because they're the worst. They're so yeah. like guarded because right. they have to because they're at everybody else's I mercy. I just don't want to be like that. Oh, but that's the thing. And you are so not. And that's yeah. why you got fired from the thing because. Yeah. I'll have actresses on this podcast, and then they're always the ones that are like, hey, can you pull the interview? I don't want to release it. I said too much because they're at everybody else's mercy, Yeah, and you've never really been at anybody's mercy, really. I guess everybody right. is kind of to an extent because you still need to get hired. And no, like I've that. been very lucky and, you know, sure. I'm, I First of all, born a white male, lucked out. That's Trump calling. <laughs> Hello? Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Who is it now? Is it Andy's I'm thing? I'm getting a lot of texts. Who's texting you? I'm curious. Everyone. Ah! <laughs> but if, as long as we 
got my jealousy, I'd be okay with it. Now, yeah. I'm, now I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Oh, God. I, yeah, I think you're. You, uh, what would be great about dating you is you talk a lot about everything. Oh, that's good. I mean, are you like this with your boyfriends? Or yeah. is it just your podcast? No, I'm like this with my boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to live in that silence. I know I heard myself swallow. <laughs> you do that all the time. All the time on your podcast. There's so much like, oh my God. You and, <laughs> you and Andy are like two. Is he in his 50s also? Yeah. It's like you guys are comfortably you guys are comfortably 50. You're successful, smart guys. Have done. You're just living your life, figuring it out. And you're all like, <sighs> like all this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I love the, the dynamic. But I'm like, enough. I grew up oh. on this, uh, this radio personality who <laughs> Howard Stern actually took from. Uh, his name is Steve Dow from Chicago, and he used to – he was just this fat guy. And, but he would his, – his wife would call up and yell at him, and it was real. It was all real. Yeah. And, but he would just eat on, oh. on the air, and I, was, I loved it. You did? Loved it. It got me hungry. <laughs> like when Fred Flintstone would eat and he'd go – I was starving. Yeah, I love it when people eat. I used to get furious at my mom because she would just eat so loud. And I remember being so young, probably like eight years old, and I would just be listening to her eat. And I just like hated her. But I also knew that I didn't really have the right to hate her because she's just being human. Yeah. Um, I should have brought breakfast. We should have eaten. Eaten together. That'll yeah. be the next podcast. <laughs> oh, gee. If you and Andy don't continue, it's be my co-host. Do you have people on again? Not yet, but I've only done like 50 episodes or 60 episodes. I'm going to be your Terry Gar, the way, she, the way she was on Letterman. I would love that. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm so young, I don't even get that reference. Yeah, I know. Um, but I want to understand it. I have a willingness to understand. Oh, on Howard Stern, talking about slow st- like I hear, talking about thinking before you speak, yeah, yeah. I hear these actresses do this thing. And I first I didn't understand it, but then I started seeing it in, in different guests that he would have, all actresses, and they'd... They really buy themselves time yeah. because they're thinking, and I can't stand it. Well, I mean, he loves catching them, too. Oh, he's so great. He's the master. Why am I even here? What am I trying to do? <laughs> no, you're, 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 you're the master in different ways. You have a girlfriend. How dare you try to have sex with me on my podcast? Um, what else are you plugging? And I did write you a song. You did? Mm-hmm. God damn it. You sing me you, one of your songs, acapella, and then we'll go out like that. You sing my your song, and I'll sing my song for you. No. Yeah, no. and listen, we're all just going to die, okay? You're probably going to be uh, what's, what's autoerotic asphyxiation or whatever it is you're into, you fucking creep. I'm, okay. not, I'm not into that. Not, okay. that. not that I judge that. So we're all just One thing die. I'm not into that I can't help but judge. What? The poo-poo stuff. Yeah. Don't. That's the worst word, too. You know why? Because that word, you're a writer. That word is even worse. My girlfriend is from Hawaii, and they have poo-poo platters, and she <laughs> hates that shit. She, she's like, I hate that word. Well, that's where you guys are in love, because you have a mutual uh, <laughs> hatred of the word. I can't even say it. Because it lingers. Like, that find that piercing, ew. <laughs> ew. It's like, I can't do it. It's the worst. Um what the fuck? Where are we going with this? Uh, oh, wait. We're all just going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My life is just a poo-poo platter of different ways to pass away. <laughs> Be it getting hit by a car or autoerotic asphyxiation. So you might as well just sing your song a cappella. We already know not to expect much. You've already said <clears throat> you don't have the best voice. 
So are you going to sing me the song where you were talking about being bisexual to your dad? Uh, sure. Or whatever. What's what? What song no, would I I'll... like most? And then I'll sing you the song I wrote for you. <laughs> I took a propranolol, so I beta blocker. What is that? It's a beta blocker. What does that do? I don't. I don't want to get you hooked on some new way to get I'm fired not. from a job. Be like, I took a propranolol before this meeting. It sounds too legal for me. It is very it. legal. Yeah, and it won a Nobel Prize or something. Whoa! It's just it's a beta blocker. Congratulations to I, it. I didn't win it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. so what song would I like? I you know I didn't I haven't I I haven't thought about it. Um, Off the cuff. I mean, I could I could sing the. Uh, Dad, sit down is is what it's called. You sing the coolest song that I would enjoy the most because it's my it's my podcast and it's your song and they're going to come together. Yeah, it's hard. I don't sing acapella. <clears throat> <laughs> my, <laughs> but I'm going to do it just because. Can I just sing the uh, like a? a, a all, right, all right, let me just let me just sing it from the beginning. Okay. Oh my <laughs> god, this is going to be so awkward for everybody. I know. I'm really closing. Is. I'm closing my eyes. You're going to laugh from the, from the beginning. Okay. I will support every misery you've got. If you've heard my uh, <laughs> my podcast, you've probably heard this song already. I want to hear, but, but my listeners, people are listening to this. I kind of talk this part anyway. I read it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I will support every misery you've got. I will support every blue. I will support every sagging thing. I will support you. I will defend every dream you have. I will defend every truth. I will defend every lie if I have to. I will defend you. Then I play a little guitar. <laughs> and then I sing, That's it down, cause I'm in love with a guy. I'm not that gay, but I'm in love with a guy. No, I'm not straight, and yes, I'm bi. Dad, sit down. I met him in a restaurant. I thought he was a girl, but I was pleasantly surprised. My curiosity was stirred. I talked to a transvestite, and she told me where he worked. Dad, sit down. Then the chorus. Don't stand up for all those things you stood before. Don't stand up for any of that bullshit anymore. Don't stand up. Look, there's a nice chair I found. Dad, sit down. Well, my adolescent days are returning to my blood, and my blood is filling up my veins to change the way I love. I was 12 years old when I started playing rough. Girls were scarce, and we were scared. When I covered up our love for them, our lust for us was bared. I suppose those feelings stuck. I guess they were always there. I made him do bad things. I made him be my slave. Then I would punish him when he misbehaved. Then he and I would switch because it was all just a game. Dad, sit down. Then the chorus again. Don't stand up for all those things you stood before. Don't stand up for any of that bullshit anymore. Don't stand up. Look, there's a nice chair I found. Dad, sit down. Well, I thought that I would tell you, Dad, because you're getting kind of old. And there's not a lot I shared with you, not a lot I've told. But now that I look in your eyes, I think I may have been too bold. And then I do the beginning again. I will support every misery you've got. All that stuff. That was incredible. Oh, thank you. That was amazing. That's the first time anybody sang it. 
Yeah, it was hard, acapella. I like being able to hear it. It's yeah. the only way I want to hear music from now on. <laughs> my eyes covered and having the, <laughs> the headphones on. It being that right was cool. adorable. That was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you. you covering your eyes was adorable, not me singing. It was all adorable. <laughs> that, was, that would have been really pathetic. I was like, I was so adorable. <laughs> that sounds like me in a relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my song for you is not like that at all. Do it. I mean, your song is about telling your dad you're bisexual. I'm, my song. I never just, did, though. Oh. He would have. Would have freaked out. He would have died. Hey, wait. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. What's my song? Now you have to cover your eyes too. All right. Okay. So this is as if we had never met because we're having our faceless conversation. Oh, oh my God, this is terrifying. How, <laughs> how could you do this? I couldn't. It was a nightmare. All right. So all all you knew of me was being uh, were my photos on the internet and a, a distant memory at a party at night. And your, and, your, and your nude movie. And my nude movie. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I will totally cut this out if I'm not proud of it. I'm terrified. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Nothing gets cut. Okay. Hmm. Let me see. I might fuck this up. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. If. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do okay. If and when you finally meet me. I was prettier in pictures, don't tell me so, I won't want to know if and... Oh, fuck, I can't do it. Come on. I it's can't. It's nice. It's great. That's horrible. Did, did, you, uh, did you write it on guitar? Yes. All right. All right. All right. Do it. Uh, all right. Hmm. Or you could debut it on my podcast. Maybe I'll debut it for you on your podcast, but I'll try. Okay. If and when you finally meet me, I was pretty here in pictures. Don't tell me so. I won't want to know. And Dino, oh my sweet. I can't do it. Hey, you just got to my name. <laughs> I can't. Well, here's, here's, here's the thing. What if I start a new podcast? Oh, God. <laughs> where I just have people on and we play songs for each other. That would be a. I'd love to hear that podcast, and you'd be my first guest. All right, let's do it there. Or we're gonna end the podcast, mm-hmm. and then I'll we'll, write you a song too. You write me a song, and then what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. after you leave, when I'm in the privacy of my own home, I'm gonna masturbate. I'm fuck off, fuck <laughs> off. I'm gonna sing. I will sing the song on my own terms, so it's not right in front of you. Okay, and it'll be at the tail end of this and okay. the outro of this I'm podcast. I'm letting you off easy. You're letting me off real easy. It's your show. How are you feeling, Aristotle? You want me to sing my song? <laughs> yeah, they're like take twenty five. It's like oh, we got, we got to get out of here. Um, anyway, oh man, what a wild ride! Two false starts that attempted this. I was too scary. You're so brave. I I was scared, but I guess that's what bravery is, isn't it? <laughs> And on that note, oh man, thank you for talking to me. Thanks for having me drive all the way out here. You came from Los Feliz, right? Yeah. Relax. It was all right. Why do you do it here? Because, oh, because all the equipment's here. All the equipment's here. Yeah. It makes me feel cool. Do you ever go anywhere else and do it? Maybe. One time we interviewed Angeline. Oh, right. I got to hear that. It's the worst. Is it? It's our it's our worst. I'm blaming him for it now, too. I'm like, (laughs) well, it's my fault. But it was so awkward and uncomfortable. But uh, I don't even know what she's like. So weird. She's still alive. She's still alive. (laughs) But what uh, about Dennis? uh, 
Dennis Woodruff. Oh, that's a good point. All right. Is he still around? He's not. Melrose Larry King. I'll find him. Oh, my God. I used to love him. Oh, not Larry King. Melrose Larry King. Now I'm writing for Mad TV. <laughs> oh my god uh, well uh, I look forward to getting the call when you let me know you and your girlfriend have broken up and um, god I hope she doesn't hate me or want to beat me up oh I thought you were doing a Larry King invitation no oh my <laughs> this god this is really goodbye we are done here there's a dog there's a dog uh, at the right. door alright thank you love you I love you too bye bye now leaving nerdist.com